What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight, it's just me and Togmon. What's up, dude? Howdy, y'all. It has been a very interesting, interesting week. It definitely has. Uh, a lot of things have occurred. Uh, we could have probably done a Nationalist Inquirer every day of the week this week. Absolutely. Yes. Um, yeah, Reinhardt is off uh, tending to Ape Mountain business, and Grognak is actually maintaining a star fort that he discovered in his backyard. I thought he rolled a 20-sided die, and uh, the roll went against him on being able to show up, so that's why he's not here. No, I was told there was a star fort. Uh-huh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Could be. Could have been a 20-sided die rolled in the starboard. Wouldn't or, that be something? It would be. But, uh, yes, just Dogbot and I. No, no Chupacabra issues this week. Um, you, you, didn't, you didn't make it for the float episode. That was cool, though. Uh, we'll have him back on again. Um, uh, if, if I was going to ask him about anything, it would have been about the classic William Hurt movie, Altered States. Ah, yes. Great movie. A little bit of side lore. Hmm? Uh, you know, my favorite band is Godflesh, right? Yes. I've ta- I, I mean, I talk about them ad nauseum. But their, their most popular album and considered their most definitive album, uh, although I may not entirely agree, is Street Cleaner, uh, which w- was released on Earache Records. And so the album cover of Street Cleaner is actually a a photograph of the paused VHS tape uh, from a scene from Altered States where William Hurt had decided to um, take peyote uh, with Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And he's having these apocalyptic visions of all these people on crucifixes uh, burning in molten lava. Yeah, it was really. That was a really freaky movie. I remember that. That was what the eighties. So, so the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like nineteen eighty. The eighty, like it yeah, was like eighty. Old, yeah, it was yes. eighty or eighty-two. It was a really old movie. So it it was. I mean, by the time they recorded that album in nineteen eighty-nine, it it was almost a decade-old movie. Right. So it was a v- but, definitely available on VHS. Yes. Yeah. But the, the album cover was a photograph of the paused oh, right, the, the paused on a screen, TV screen. from right. yeah from his hallucinations that he was having during right. that portion of the movie. Yeah, I remember seeing it on HBO when I was a kid, and I was just like freaked out by it. So I was only like, I don't know, I was a kid, so that's not supposed to watch that stuff when you're a kid. Now everybody's desensitized to all that shit that. Uh, was it Hostel 3 and, you know, Saw 7, all these other gore porn movies that are out there? As, as, as a kid, I was very freaked out that him being in the sensory deprivation tank for long periods of time led to him turning into a monkey. Yeah, I like devolved back into a monkey, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Now, of course, I should have been more freaked out that he became like an energy being at the end of the movie and was like banging against the walls as right. this like energy being. But yeah. no, I was a little just I was I was infinitely more freaked out that I would devolve into a monkey. Right. So, do I know I I totally understand that the energy being seems to me like a uh, higher consciousness sort of evolution 
as opposed to devolving to a lower consciousness back into a monkey. But uh, speaking of evolution, man, I was at the zoo with the kids this weekend and walking past a manatee exhibit, uh, this woman starts explaining to her kids about how um, manatees used to live on land and they devolved. She did basically the aquatic ape theory, but for manatees. Yeah. I was like, whoa, well, you're so wrong. You're so wrong, lady. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah. Manatees evolved into that. No, no. Actually, manatees should be an example of how evolution is not real. Right. Well, they are. I mean, look at them. You know, like there is no reason like there is no reason that like if if survival of the fittest is what leads to a manatee, then how obese were all the predators at the time? Right. If survival, like just all kinds of things, sloths, right? The sloth is something that could not exist if survival of the fittest were a thing because they literally cannot move. You know, you can hunt them with, I mean, like a, a hammer. Maybe there's something about a sloth that tastes like shit to a leopard. It's probably oh, what it I'm, is. I'm sorry, not a leopard, a jaguar. A jaguar. I, I get right, I get my spotted uh predatory cats. Oh boy. Confused. I was corrected. I was corrected by the boy this weekend. He thinks he's freaking crocodile dundee or whatever. Steve Irwin. Um Yeah. Yeah. It's cute though. It's cute. I used to be the same way when I was a kid with like, you know, with reptiles. I wanted to be a herpetologist and you know, until I discovered that there was a there's a whole lot more to it than just liking snakes and lizards. Certainly. Yeah. Well, you know, when you're a kid, right? You want to be a paleontologist, want to be a dinosaur ex- explorer, right? And then you find out that, like, you can't do that without some sort of ungodly amount of, like, research funding. So speaking of exploring, no. um, the this episode, the... The first hour of this episode was something that you and I were throwing around doing like bonus content of uh, the Paranormies go on tour yes. sort of thing. And uh, one of the places I had gone to was the Georgia Guidestones. Interestingly enough, I in this in less in the space of less than a year, I had decided I wanted to go to Georgia twice. Uh, the first time was in the summer of 2020 uh, during during the hottest point of the summer of hate. I thought it would be in my best interest if I brought my ass to Stone Mountain and went to see the monument at Stone Mountain in person because I fully expected uh, Lord Emperor Stacey Abrams of Georgia to <laughs> find a way to dynamite that motherfucker before I had right. an opportunity to see it. Right, to just so, get rid of it. So I, I went to see that, and then I, I I didn't have enough time while I was there to see the other monument that I wanted to see while in Georgia, which was the infamous Georgia Guidestones. And one of the things that I was thinking about is, if you if you pressured me a year ago for me to guess which of the two monuments was going to get exploded first, 10 out of 10 times, I would have said Stone Mountain. Yeah, because it's racist. And I would have been wrong. Right. 10 out of 10 times. Right. You would have been wrong. 
You would have been. Which I'm fine with being wrong. There are some people that get behind these microphones that are just infinitely terrible at just admitting, I was wrong. (laughs) It happens. It it happens. We're human beings. Sometimes it's okay to say, I don't really know very much about this subject. I'm completely uninformed on the matter. I'm just going to defer to someone who has paid more interest into this particular subject than myself. Instead of, I don't know, bloviating, obfuscating, uh, pointing fingers, and then claiming that whatever that subject that you don't know anything about is doesn't have any pertinence to anything. Right. It's a non-political thing. Everything's political. Oh, right. That's that's right. I forgot everything is political. Yeah, especially if you sneeze, because then you have COVID, and oh, good uh, lord, and you'll Stop. you could get canceled by your coworkers. You can, yeah. Don't do that's what happened to to you, right? Um, I had a sinus infection, right? right. From uh, ignoring uh, ignoring my allergies, a reaction mm-hmm. to allergies, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was just going to tough it out. I was taking a lot of zinc and vitamin C. Right. I just I intended to tough it out. But um, higher ups at the place where I work said, "No, you need to go home and take one of the uh, take a meme test hmm. and send us the results." So I said, "Fine," and I did. I had I took a couple of days off. But it, it's not that they cared. They didn't. They wanted me there to work. You know, I, I didn't have a fever or anything. Right. I just had a sinus infection. Right. Um, but what the PSYOP of COVID has done to the average, I'm using Americans in air quotes here. I'm just going to say uh, guests, uh, uninvited guests to our continent-wide strip mall, especially them, it has turned them all into germophobic hypochondriacs. And so if somebody is sneezing, especially the guy at work who has said, and enough people have heard him, I'm never taking that stupid vaccine, which, you know, those words have come out of my mouth plenty of times. Right. They're going to they're they're going to start manifesting in their own head that they have the meme coof and all of a sudden you're going to have like seven or eight people call in the next day and completely fuck everything up. So it it's better for everybody. It was better for everybody up there that I stayed home for a couple days than a bunch of hypochondriacs who have been psyoped into believing this stupid shit, uh, all calling in. Ah, well, there you go. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to listen to uh, to that and uh, the, the your our Georgia Guidestone thing from before, and uh, we'll be back. All right. Well, this is the first installment of our Paranormies uh, road trip ensemble uh, collection of stories. What's up, Doug? What? Not much. You know, we've been... Uh We've been going and visiting some of these places in the past year plus that have been very interesting within the confines of the United States, continent-wide strip mall. Yes. 
And we are, you know, we, we've, we've talked about them briefly here and there, um, but we haven't gotten into too much of a, of uh, the descriptions of what we think about the places that we went to and um, our own personal observations there. Uh, we're going to start Dogbot's trip to the Georgia Guidestones. Now, a while back, Reinhardt and I did a little bit on the Georgia Guidestones. We talked about them, um, how, how they supposedly came to be the alleged Ted Turner connection. But um, how are they? How are they IRL there, DB? Um, well, a little bit of backstory as to why I was interested. And this is something I've been meaning to bring up with you for quite some time. Hmm. The Jesse Ventura question. No. The yes. JVQ. So, well, I found yeah, <laughs> the JVQ. <laughs> yeah, I found out about the Georgia Guidestones. There was by thermite watching in the that, Guidestones. Watching that one season of Jesse Ventura's conspiracy show that was on. God, I don't remember what it was on. It was on like True TV or Lifetime. It was on one of those random. I'm pretty basic sure it was True TV. Stations. I'm pretty sure it was True TV. I watched a couple episodes of that. I remember. I watched all of them. They did the I harp they episode, cool. and they were like, "It's banned from cable. You can't even watch it." And I'm like, "Well, I'm, I'm totally watching it. What are you talking about? Like, it's on right now." <laughs> so. It, obviously scripted, obviously not a reality show, you know, but he brought up a lot of very potent concepts on certain episodes that I, you know, it, it's stuff that I'm interested in and on board with. I would have never found out how fucking weird the Denver International Airport was if I didn't watch that show, right? <laughs> Yeah, and, I guess. Uh, I mean, that wasn't the first place that I saw it, but I mean, I had already been mired in the muck of conspiracy for many years when Jesse Ventura took uh, took to the air on that show. Um, you know, I'd seen him on Alex Jones quite a bit beforehand, but yeah, no, uh, it was a great show, man. Uh, he was that was his post post gubernatorial run, right? He was governor of Minnesota. I'll always remember him as the badass dude with the the uh, Australian hat and Predator with the side mounted chain gun. The That's, side yeah, mounted Gatling had a, gun. Yeah, he had a Gatling gun. Totally, totally, totally feasible for a person to walk around carrying one of those. Uh, dude, he leveled shooting. all those trees with that one black dude when they killed that one guy. Well, that was the black dude leveled the trees when they killed Jesse Ventura. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. Okay. But yeah, well, anyway, that was that gun was really cool. That gun was really cool. Uh, he was he was he was the coolest character in the movie. Yeah, he was yeah, he was yeah. he was also the coolest governor and the coolest conspiracy guy on pretty much normie cable television. But if it, and again, if it wasn't for him, a lot of people wouldn't know what the Georgia Guidestones were unless they were Alex Jones fans. You're right. Right. I, and I I remember seeing seeing these things so I was like, how the how the fuck can these be put up and everybody's just visiting them like it's a like it's a circus attraction, like it's <laughs> like it's Disney or whatever, you know? And um, so my my interest was peaked well over ten years ago of seeing these things in person. Uh, okay. I had an opportunity to go to Atlanta for four days this past spring, 
and thanks to one of the good friends of the program, uh, I was able to make the road trip out to the Georgia Guidestones. These things are out in the middle of nowhere in Georgia. They are not next to anything. We went through some very, very, very tiny towns to end up where the Georgia Guidestones were. Yes, out in Elbert County, Georgia. Man, we tried to get there by noon so we could see the sun come through the capstone in the top. Mm-hmm. But we had we had just missed it by about uh, twenty five minutes. Oh. You, you kind of you kind of underestimate just how far into the middle of nowhere you have to go to get to this place. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. I've never I've never been there, but it is uh, definitely out in the middle of nowhere from from what I've been told. So you guys went and uh, you took some pictures, right? You checked them out. Uh, yeah, uh, the pictures in the chat are actually from the friend of the shows, and okay. I I couldn't get my digital camera to upload. Uh, I'll figure that out with the new computer later, <laughs> but uh, she provided us with some really good pictures. Uh, the stones themselves, I, I mean, the it is a really neat megalithic site. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There's, there is this really weird energy when you show up. Mm-hmm. I, I really don't know how to, I really don't know how to describe it. It's, uh, uh, it, it's sort of like an undercurrent of buzzing that I was feeling as we were, as we were approaching this thing and where, it, where it's situated on this, on this, um, farm road. You could pass it in five seconds. There's not like, there's not like giant billboards or anything telling you you're you're there. There's like a couple signs that let you know where they are, and that's about it. Uh, there's a maybe like a tiny 10, 12 car parking lot right in front of it that you can park in front of, and there are cameras situated watching the guidestones at all time at all times. It's funny if you if you look in the first photograph that was taken. Do you see uh do you see that Johnny? Yeah. I'm looking at the pictures. Okay. The the, the first g- picture you have is the um where it's kind of the cutoff with the with the with the writing prize truth beauty love that one. Uh yeah, go back to the uh f- the far right next to the, uh, the meme of the guidestones next to the meme. Of the guidestones? Yeah. It's uh, the full, it's the full set of guidestones. You'll be able to see chemtrails in the background and then the meme of the guidestones with the, with the corn is a picture with the, yeah, with the, with the, somebody made that meme with, with chemtrails crisscrossing in the background and there's literally chemtrails crisscrossing in the background when we went. Yeah, I see him. Oh, with the the one with the, where the guy is kind of looking at the ground. Yeah. Yeah, and the, the chemtrails above him. Yes, there are your your typical pencil pencil clouds. 
Remember when you were a kid and you'd be like, look at that cloud. It's an alligator. Look at that cloud. It's an elephant. Look at that yeah, cloud. You don't see that anymore. Bus. Look at that cloud. It's a turtle. Yeah, now it's like, that one's a pencil. That one's a line. That one's a line. Those are just contrails. Right. Johnny. Right, right, right. Matt, Stop Matt Landman. Matt Landman would disagree. We had Matt Landman on the show to talk about chemtrails. We should have him back on. Wonder what he thinks about COVID. Um, so back to the Guidestones. Yeah, it's interesting that that picture they have uh, the GMO corn with the Guidestones and um, the little Illuminati pyramid with the feet. Isn't that one of the characters? The dude with the eye. Isn't that one of the characters from, I don't know, some uh, cartoon network? Monster, Monsters, Inc.? Not Monsters, Inc. Well, they have a one-eyed guy, right? Well, they have one eye. Yeah, yeah. Mike Wazowski is the one eyed guy, but um, the Billy yeah, Crystal the minions. character, the minions, the one eyed guy. Also, um, remember Ah, Real Monsters? Remember that show? Oh yeah, real yeah. disgusting character design mm-hmm. on those. Yeah, had the yeah. had the one with the hands holding the eyes. It's like a mouth and with hair. Yeah, it was just yeah. They were just really kind of disturbing, gross, but also yeah. whimsical. But also whimsical. But also consistent with the other Nickelodeon stuff at the time, all 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 really gross. I mean, yeah, even like Arthur was kind of not Arthur, but what was the one with to do with the football shaped head? Hey Arnold. Hey Arnold. Yeah, it was kind of like just yeah. kind of crudely drawn. That's that was like the whole the whole time period. Everything was crudely drawn. Yeah, it got worse since then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, well, actually, it gets it either gets like very very like thin like very well drawn but shitty. You know, the art is yeah. shitty, but it's actually just like very well technically drawn, I guess would be the, the term. All right. Anyways, we're, so, we're off. We're off into the weeds. Speaking of the weeds, are there weeds around these? Like, are there manicured grounds? Is this like a like a park? Is there? I mean, you said there's a parking lot. So there's like a I mean, this is well, definitely not, like it, a it's like a parking strip right in front of it. A parking strip. What do you mean by parking? Strip? Yeah. Well, like a like a little gravel road that leads to like a like twelve spaces to park. Okay, but it's you like know, a little gravel, like a little gravel lot. Link, there's there's some chain link fence around uh, part of it, but uh, there are cows and shit in the background grazing. Hmm. Okay. Now that's when because you, the, when the you... land that was commissioned for this, mm-hmm. uh, the farm owner. Was uh, and his children were given lifetime cattle grazing rights on the Guidestone site. Okay. So there's cows just grazing around there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I we didn't see very many that day, but you could tell that that's uh, how the grass has been. The the grass in the area has been okay, manicured. That's how the grass it gets mowed. Okay, it's not mowed. It is, but it is manicured, but manicured by livestock. Fair enough. Yeah, bovine cured. Bovine cured lawns. So I don't think now, that's the word. The, I don't think that's an actual word. So we have all of the rules of the Georgia Guidestones, and we've read those off before. Um, should we read them off one more time just because? Uh, absolutely. I uh, think uh, right. I think everybody needs to hear these because they're yeah, we've, I mean, so I, you know, weird. You, can never, okay. you can never say these things enough. So rule number one. Um, now, first of all, moving around the structure, right? There's four large upright stones. There's 10 guidelines on these stones, right? These principles engraved on the Georgia Guidestones. They're in eight different languages, 
one language on each, each face of the four large upright stones. Moving around the, the structure clockwise from due north, the languages are English, Spanish, Swahili, Hindi, Hebrew, Arabic, uh, Arabic, Arabic, traditional Chinese, and Russian. So it's such a very interesting swath of languages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Swahili, right, right. Um, well, you have English. You take care of a good percentage of the world because a good percentage of the world speaks English. Uh huh. The smush language, the babble event that English is. Yes. All right. The second babble event. That's for another episode. All right, so rule number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Hmm. No specifics as to how one arrives at 500 million. No. Even at the time that these were erected. Which was, well, there was. Now, they were, uh, they were christened or whatever you want to call it, commissioned. In like 1980, they were done in 1980. It started in 1979. It was done in 1980. Right. So it's not like these are some ancient megalithic site. Nope. Right. So this was done like well after both of us were born. You know what I mean? (laughs) Both of us are older than these things. Well, I, I mean, not well after I was born, but after enough. All right. You know what I mean? More than one year as well after. I mean, they're they're not more they're, okay. More than one year, sure, sure. They're you know these were these things were born in uh, these were born. They were commissioned in 1980. Let's just say okay. They might have been born, Johnny. They're stones. They were quarried <laughs> and carved. Stop. Ah, uh, they're they're geopolymacast stones, debunked. Come at me with something else, you stupid muppet. That guy's getting on my nerves. Uh, I, it's number like, two. Like, it's like, does that make me the same as everybody that, like, hate listens to our show? Uh, no, because those people are gay. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not gay for, like, it's like. No, you're not. You're not gay. You, you are letting him live a little rent free. Well, it's, 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 well, it's annoying. It's annoying because. He like just hand waving and oh, I sent in a FOIA. Okay, I do my research. I sent in a FOIA, so I debunked it. Okay, so you send it in. It takes like eight to sixty-two weeks to get a reply back. Just the fact that you yeah, sent he, it, you sent it in. He did research the same way Wooden Nichols did uh, research by looking at the official Smithsonian pictures of the construction of the uh, the New York uh, Penn was Station. It, the, the Penn Station. <laughs> yeah, Penn Station. I mean, uh, dude, I don't care what anybody says. When one of the one of the most, uh, not prolific, but one of the most Im- important journalists of it, the time says, it's a shame that not only could this time period, talking about like the current period at the time, not only could this time period not produce such a work of architecture, but it could not even maintain it. Yes. Like, that was a sad part about about why Penn Station went away is that the maintenance cost of it was just too much for the city of New York. Well, that's I mean, the dumbest. That's literally the dumbest 
answer or reason given for the demolition of a building ever. Yeah, we tore down this amazing Greco-Roman, you know, neoclassical, whatever you want to call it, gothic, whatever. Feet. How feet. much maintenance is required feet. for solid stones? Right. That 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 lay perfectly on each other. Right. That are perfect, immaculately carved. How how, how much maintenance is required? I don't but know. Like like the, killing the weeds outside. The Penn, like the Penn I, I, Station. I'm so confused. Like sweeping. The Penn Station. The Penn Station story. And then I don't remember the name of the building, but there's a building. I want to say it's in Milwaukee, but um, the building. They they this journalist wrote a story about the tale of the battle between the two cranes in this building and it was like months and months these two cranes attacked this building and it was it took forever to get this building down like the the, the domes and the spires and the gargoyles and all these things and like to get it and it took months and months and months and months to get this building down i ha- i i hate that i hope i never read that story yeah i mean it's terrible but it's like one of those things where you're like wow I guess Why? They build them like they used to. Well, you know, it had to come down. It had to make way for, had to make way for uh, some new glass and steel, glass soulless, and steel. Yeah, so, soulless geometric cubes. Did you see the picture? It, never mind. We're not doing that. The picture in the chat about that. Yeah, it's another one of those endless stare combinations. Oh no, I, I I hate that one. The one that's caused eight people to jump. I off. don't think that that's the same one, but this this one looks like. A modern glass and metal version of the the Middle Eastern step wells. Yeah. That are in the the Iwaranon, Iwakanon. Huh. Yeah. Videos. Look. So number two. Yes, number two. Wow. Guide yes. reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. So it's almost that's almost like contradicting itself. Yeah, uh, I'm not feeling very fit in the mo- more diverse places. Also, the more di- yeah, the more diverse things are, usually the less fit their genetics usually are. Hmm. That guide reproduction wisely improving fitness sounds an awful lot like eugenics to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, now, number. Th- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, uh, just with each of these demands questions, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're not, you can't just, you can't just say these are principles. These sound like goals, but in the case of number two, who's doing the guiding? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. Well, yeah, the Georgia guides don't. So, uh, Georgians? I don't know. I don't know who's doing the guiding. And I, and I was not on that planning commission. Yeah. Yeah. Number three is interesting. Unite humanity with a living new language. Now, funny, funny they say that because I, I thought that's what English was, the living language. Yes, it changes constantly. It, it consumes. Mm-hmm. It it invents words all the time. Sometimes changes its own definitions. 
Oh, it does. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes right in front of you. Uh, rejects entire vowel structures for new ones. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's got the weirdest. English has the weirdest one because uh, the, the letter Y is, is um, like the letter Y was probably the beginning of the transgender because it's sometimes a consonant and sometimes a vowel. Well, what about the letter F becoming S? What? Uh, lowercase f mm -hmm. used to be s. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah, we have, well, we have a lot to do with the language stuff with the, our language episode that we're going to be doing. Soon. Soon, TM. There's just so much, there's so much to that. And it's almost every day that it's like that scene out of the Big Lebowski. New shit has come to light. Yes. I mean, the language itself, like English is an ever evolving language. I mean, it was created that way. I believe it was done purposefully. And because of that, we're always finding out new stuff. Yeah, we're even changing the meaning of pronouns in this modern time. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. NBs. So, number NBs. Number four rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Hmm. I mean, uh, that sounds. That one sounds pretty fair. Rule, passion, faith, fa rule, passion, faith, and tradition, and all things with tempered reason. Yeah, tempered reason seems like a pretty decent thing to have, right? It could also be twisted into trust the science. Um. Yeah, I guess. I mean. Sure. So I guess I you're looking at the faith the part. To be one faith. of the most disgusting phrases of the current milieu. Oh, absolutely. Because first of all, here's the thing about trust. You have to earn people's trust. It's called a trust fall. You know that thing where you do where you, you stand there and you face one way and there's somebody behind you and you close your eyes, you put you cross your hands over your chest and you fall backwards and you trust them to catch you. That's a trust fall, right? Yeah. You have to trust that person. That person has had to have earned your trust. They have earned your trust by being your friend, by being there for you, possibly helping you when you've stumbled or something like that. You earn people's trust. At work, you earn somebody's, you know, uh, the boss can't just leave you with the really expensive thing to put together because he doesn't know whether or not you can handle it. You've got to be able to handle other projects before you can get the big expensive one before he can trust you with that. With science, it's like, hey, this guy with letters behind his name said this thing. You have to trust him. Trust the science. I'm like, but I don't know this guy. And this guy has 16 malpractice suits where he's killed 11 people. Like, why should I trust him? Right, yeah, don't look up those malpractice numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, medical yeah. science testers. You know, when people say things like, you know, John, you're not a doctor, and I say, thank God I'm not the third leading cause of death in the United States. Yeah, you know, Trustfall would have been a great name for a, like, real hardcore band. Not not like one of those wimpy metalcore bands, but I, something, like, something like Terror or Agnostic Front, you know, one of those, or Brutal Truth, like one of those kind of hardcore bands. Hold on, are you calling Agnostic Front one of those wimpy bands? No, no, oh, no, no. Oh. Like one of those real hardcore bands. Okay, I, I misinterpreted what you said. Okay, yeah, no, Terror, Agnostic Front, yes, all, all A+. Plus, yes. Yeah. 
but no, like like I liked real hardcore. Like, but I couldn't I couldn't much get into the the like wimpy crybaby stuff. What's the wimpy crybaby but, stuff? Like you're talking like post hate breed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The, I guess metalcore was Oh, more. okay, metalcore. Anything that has like a breakdown in a singing part, I mean? Basically, yeah. Basically, yeah. And, and guy and a guy with his hair spiked on one side and like combed over one eye, and asking Alexandria colors. that kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely gross. Yeah, like a tray or um, oh god, oh yeah. man, there's a band. I thought I I hoped I'd never ever think of that band again. No, I I had an I had an ex like give me one of their CDs. She said, I think you'll like this, and I put it in. And I I want. I was like, no. And then I opened the CD booklet and it had a, it had like a guy trying to be spooky by candles. Yeah. They had that and, guy. And then the other guys were like all eighties looking dudes. Yeah. 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 It was bad. Yeah. Guitar player um, had a cool guitar though. I I don't know if I, I don't know if I got that far. That I, yeah, I was Number asked, five. I was asked to learn to play the one song one time. Oh really? The becoming the bull song. Yeah. How much do they pay you? I don't want to talk about it. Somebody might. Okay. Yeah. She <laughs> was really. Let's cute. not talk about. It. <laughs> she was. She was really cute. I was. I was. I was still single at the time. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. Scene girls. Yeah. All right. Yep. Um. Number five. Number five. Number five. But it was number five. Crunchy frog. Um. Protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Reasonable, uh, reasonable, fair, reasonable. You know, yeah. I mean, doesn't seem, doesn't seem too bad. Okay, number six. I don't believe in the word fair. No, well, life's not fair. I always say that life is not fair. Fair is right. up there with with uh, equality. There's no such thing as equality in in real life, out in nature. Yeah, it's it's far too subjective. Right, right. That's the only thing. Maybe there you go. Yeah, the word fair is in there. Yeah. So like it's it, it's just. It's it's who who gets to decide that what is yeah yeah there's this yeah. and there's like the rub. with number four who is doing the ruling you know and 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 what is their parameters for tempered reason we don't, right we're not going to get explanations for these things well I think the I think the ruling is is more like that's a personal thing like you know rule things like passion faith tradition you know. In your life with tempered reason. I don't, I don't have to rule my faith. I give I give up I give up to my faith. Yeah. You know? Okay. But uh, anyway, number anyway, six. Number six. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Well okay. that's fancy. <clears throat> so basically every state has the right to self determination. Okay. When there's, when there's not self determination, or when there's when there is uh, two states that are in dispute, yeah, you you take it to the UN, I guess, is what they're saying. But what we've noticed with this this rabble is that they're trying to blend everything to where nations don't even matter. You know what? And that's what they that's what they've tried to do with the with the European Union. That's basically what they tried to do with the Soviet Union. You know, that's what they're, you know, they're blending everything. So it's like, 
well, it doesn't matter about what how nations it, it, you know we do we even get to have a nation to you know to resolve our own conflicts inside we're not even allowed that no we're so, not we're not and that's that's the thing okay so this is one of the guidelines from the guidestones that they're they're not they're not keeping um well, first of all, they're not keeping rule number one, the 500 million at all times. We are apparently at 7 billion. Do you believe that number? Do you believe Do you believe the, the population numbers? Or are you I a, or are you a uh, population denier? I am a denier of a lot of things. <laughs> yeah? Are you? I, 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 dude, I, am a, I am a huge denier of science. Oh, no. I am a what? huge climate denier. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When you say you are a science denier, you mean what? Uh, I mean, I think gravity is bullshit. Okay. Uh, I think the Earth revolving around the sun is bullshit. I think stars being billions of miles away from Earth is bullshit. Okay. I think the vaccines are bullshit i deny all of it okay fair enough i yeah. yeah i was i was told today i i found i i made a new flat earth friend uh they're like you're the flat earth guy i'm like no i'm not the flat earth guy i don't think the earth oh, is that's, flat that's fine i'm the tranny guy yeah well you're the tranny guy all over the place and i'm still glad i dodged that bullet because thanks to a twitter ban it ended up being you instead of me I yeah well you know I am vehement about it and I do get I, tagged still in a lot of stuff and it makes me laugh. I would yeah. I, I would have been just as vehement. Tag me in Who? that 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 nigger demon faggots fucking little Nas X having contractions on his toilet. Yeah video. no wait a minute now wait a minute yeah right so little Nas X had contractions on his toilet but wasn't he just in a see through PO outfit yesterday at the Met? So which is it is it pregnant or is it not? It's dude. It's not. It's a humiliation ritual on women. Right. It's it's laughing in women's faces. Yeah. It's it's doing it's, it's doing it's, a thing. It's gross. Yeah. These these uh, these androgyne worshippers. They look down on women being able to reproduce. Well, yeah. They look down on on the women being able to reproduce because women are imperfect to begin with. Because women were taken from man. They're not Lilith. Eve's offspring are not Lilith's offspring. And Lilith was a perfect female, and Eve's not perfect because she came from Adam. Or something like that. Number seven. Oh, okay. No, I... I, I mean, my bad. The Lilith stuff, no. man. Ugh. I'm just saying. I mean, that's that's. I mean, am I, is that not kind of how they they feel about it? And do you know how many people I have to tell that Lilith wasn't in the fucking Bible? She's not. Oh no, I know. Yeah, but I. I uh, it's 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 like, just read it. Just just mm -hmm. read the Bible. Just once, just like, just do it to say you did, you know, just, 
it, it gets hard in the Old Testament. Some of that stuff is hard to read through. But trudge through it. Mm-hmm, just just mm-hmm. try it. Just give it a shot. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it does Lilith does come directly, you know, from the Talmud. Yes. And then the tales of the Bensira. So, I mean, primarily Jewish mythology. Just saying. There's this uh, good Clyde Barker book, and it's called Cold Heart Canyon. And I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the plot, but people should check it out. It's funny because it, he's, it's a stab at the vanity of Hollywood, etc. Mm. But the uh, the character Lilith shows up in Cold Heart Canyon at a pivotal point in the book. And part of the description of Lilith is she has a necklace of red fleas. <laughs> <laughs> of like scarlet red fleas. Interesting. <laughs> and I, I I I just thought that was <laughs> like that was that was her only that was her only jewelry was this uh Yeah. That's weird. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. All right. Rule number seven. This is funny. Avoid petty laws and useless officials. Oh, man. Wow. You know what? I'm down with, I'm down with number seven. I'm down with number seven as well, but apparently the powers that be are not. Hmm. God, I wish, I wish I could get a good definition of petty and useless from the uh, the author of this particular principle. <laughs> Number eight, balance, perso- balance personal rights uh, yep. with social duties. Yeah, that one sounds gay. Yeah, I, I don't. I I don't know what that. I, like again, what rights are we allowed to have? And they and all rights all rights are inherently personal. And what what duties do you proclaim that I have towards the society around me in which I'm allowed to have the rights that personally belong to me? Okay. I I just I what what's what's like a social duty like picking up some trash? Um. um. No, I mean, maybe like behaving like a civilized human being in the public square. Okay, so golden rule. Right. You know, do unto others, all that stuff. Yeah. Polite society. Hmm. Just saying. Now, balance that with personal. Earlier, it says diversity. I know. know. There's a lot of contradictory. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Number nine. Prize truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Wow, you taking yoga classes, bro? Uh, That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, Bikram. (laughs) Hot yoga. Hot yoga. Getting stinky in here. Goat yoga. What's that? Goat yoga. No, Bikram yoga. It's like the yoga where it's like 122 degrees in the room. Right. Uh, I I was thinking goat yoga where you... Because you live on a basically a farm, or you, for you it'd be goose yoga. Mm, there'd be like, yes. there'd be like a goose on your back. 
fucking honking. <laughs> I hate those. I hate those birds. Yeah. Why? That because they're assholes. Um, seeking harmony with the infinite. That is definitely very new agey. Very new yeah. agey. There, yeah. Well, number ten is be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Says it twice. Yeah, I don't. I don't believe it's. I don't. I, I don't believe you're supposed to say it louder the second time. I believe you're supposed to say it quieter. Maybe leave more. room for nature. Leave room for nature. <laughs> like an echo. I don't know. I don't know how you're supposed to say it, but they leave 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 leave, leave room 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 four 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 nature 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 nature. It. No, no, definitely not no. like that. Definitely not like that. But. It was definitely important enough to say it twice. So. What? I had somebody bring up to me. They're like, I thought your Uncle Ted pilled, bro. Isn't that what you want? Is this number 10? You know? And uh, I just, uh, again, it's. I don't understand what, like, okay, so be not a cancer on the earth by be not a cancer on the earth. What, uh, don't metastasize into a big lump? Well, um, I've often heard humanity be compared in science fiction. We are the virus. Virus. Yes. We are the virus. You gotta believe that viruses are real, right? Right. And after after studying these 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 terrain theory, after studying this terrain theory stuff for the past few, how many ever long it's been now? A couple of months now. uh, I'm pretty thoroughly in the camp of germ theory is bullshit. So, yeah. Well, I'm getting there. Yeah, it's. I'm get, it's I, okay, I, I'm going to say that this is probably some of the most difficult programming for me to to break is the germ stuff. It, it not really. Once you, I mean, especially since we did the the metabolic theory of of cancer episode a few years back, um, where we talked about you know, how, how cancer actually works in the body and how uh, a diet and um, other ways you can actually not, not just prevent, but, you know, even possibly cure cancer from it. So, yeah, it wasn't surprising to me that germ theory is bullshit. Not even a little I mean, bit. It's, it's not surprising to me. Okay. But, you know, I, it's just, it's just, it's so ingrained, you know? So... I want to tell you about a little encounter that I had at the site. Um, are you familiar with the? Uh, are you familiar with the way that this was this was built? Yeah, they uh, they took out the uh, local the local granite company got. Uh, the guy R.C. Christian came and bought all the granite, right? Yeah, um, from the official narrative, the Wikipedia narrative, right? Uh, a man using the pseudonym of R.C. Christian approached Elberton Granite Finishing Company on behalf of a, in quotes, 
small group of loyal Americans and commission the structure. Uh, Christian explained that the stones would function as a compass, calendar, and clock and should be capable of withstanding catastrophic events. A Joe Fenley of Elberton Granite assumed that Christian was a nut and attempted to discourage him by providing a quote for the commission, which was several times higher than any project the company has previously had previously taken. So uh, I had the pleasure of meeting this Mr. Fenley. His name, he gave me his card. He is Joe H. Ace, in quotes, Fenley Jr. And uh, Joe Fenley is, is quoted on the LinkedIn page about the Guidestones or, or for himself. Uh, he said, I was thinking, I got a nut in here now. How am I going to get him out? So this guy, uh, this elderly gentleman, sort of robotically wanders the site the entire time we were there, uh, going up to people and giving them this. It's a very fine business card, by the way. And it has his address yeah. and phone number on it. Would Patrick, it Bateman, on, would, would Patrick Bateman like it? Oh, Patrick Bateman would have loved this. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I was looking at this. Route. It's like it's got it's gloss and it's got this nice embossed uh, lettering on it. Um, it says on here for information regarding the Georgia Guidestones, please call. Now I have not called. <laughs> we, we should set. This, we should get up the card. We should set up this call and record it. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. you want to call right now? I'm sure they're close. I mean, it's ten. It'd be ten thirty-six over there. You know, he's he's probably sleeping. How old was he? He's old, dude. Yeah, he's <laughs> old, man. We'll do that during daylight hours. We'll, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll give the old man a ring. A ring. Give old Joe H. Fenley Jr. Joe H. Ace Fenley Jr. Ace. Give old Ace. Ace a fucking call, man. Ace. They call me illegal ice. Nobody calls you that. Nobody calls you that. All right. So interesting. So you met the guy. That's interesting. Okay. So you met the Joe Fenley of Elberton Granite. He was the guy. He was the guy who said that RSC Christian was a nut source. Trust me, bro. Right. And he, he gave him an uh, exorbitant quote. And it didn't deter the man from yeah, it didn't even phase him. Commissioning them anyway, it didn't phase him. Well, he's Ted Turner, and Ted Turner has a bunch of money, so that's a hot take, man. That's Ted Turner. I mean, why not? Why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I just <laughs> like I didn't even think about that until you'd brought it up. Yeah, that's the theory is that it's Ted Turner, and it, it makes sense enough to me to just be like, yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> yeah that it is that it is so um yeah one last thing i wanted to mention is that the uh the four outer stones are oriented to mark uh to mark the limits of the 18.6 year lunar declination cycle hmm so 
The center column features a hole drilled at an angle from one side to the other, through which can be seen the North Star. And uh, the same pillar has a slot carved through it, which is aligned with the sun's solstices and equinoxes. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, there's an aperture in the capstone Mm -hmm. that allows a ray of sun to pass through at noon each day, shining a beam on the center stone. And the center stone had I had an ins, uh, an inscription on it. Can't can't find it. Hold on. Now hang on a second. The capstone having the hole in it, so the sun can shine through it at the same time every day on the same spot. Yeah. And then the hole that lines up with Polaris regularly on a regular schedule. I forgot what the schedule is for. That's Polaris. at an angle. Right, it's at an angle, but it, it it's at a certain angle, and then when the light from Polaris goes through it, when you look at it the right way, it hits a certain spot too. It's like the Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, when he when he takes the the amulet or whatever, right? Um, with yes. the sun. So so, so the wait, square so wait a second, inside. so wait a second. So what I was gonna say, real quick. Those two, those two things, the. the the capstone and the sun and the hole with the thing for Polaris that just kind of lends a lot of credence to the fact that the earth doesn't move and that everything goes around it in sort of the same sort of fashion on a regular well, basis. Polaris proves that alone in my opinion. Yeah. Polaris but by itself. But I'm like sure we'll have some big brain people comment about, mm. you know, Stuff that they can't prove with math. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somehow a parallax doesn't happen here, but, you know, whatever. We don't know anything about that. All right, go ahead. So to, to finish off the subject, uh, immediately bel- uh, there's an outline of a square, which inside is written, let these be guidestones to an age of reason. And around the edges of the square are written translations to four ancient languages one per edge, uh, starting from the top, proceeding clockwise. The languages are Babylonian in cuneiform, classic Greek, Sanskrit, and in hieroglyphics, ancient Egyptian. Hmm. So, in addition to the eight uh, current languages, there are the four ancient languages. I find it funny. I find it funny that Babylonian. Greek, Sanskrit, and Egyptian are the four ancient languages and not a single Asian language. Hmm. Maybe they're not ancient. Well, they're not. I mean, we know that, but that's but the theory is that the Chinese are the most ancient of all, remember? Five thousand years the long, slow arc of history for China. Yeah. So the the yeah. the more the longer they tell me it is, the shorter it probably really is. Chinese probably weren't even invented until 1850. You know. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just saying they didn't probably uh, roll them out until like the last reset. Well, I remember a very recent History Channel production in which the Chinese supposedly discovered South America on on giant, giant, giant junk ships. Hmm. 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 Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know. Apparently there's a trace amount of Chinese DNA to be found in like uh, people in Peru or something like that. 
Right. That's the to be most proof. the most minuscule of DNA amount. Right. Yes. Tiniest traces, but that's proof. Proof. But I mean, there's also you know that that tri that small tribe of Cherokees that I think were in Tennessee that were full of Jew DNA. Oh yeah. Man. Are those the ones with the beards? Uh, they're the ones that look really Jewish. <laughs> I mean, they look like Dr. Fauci with a fucking headdress on. Oh, wow. Okay, never mind. I'm thinking of somebody else. We were just talking about Cherokees and the people that were here before the Cherokees. And the people that were here before the Cherokees were uh, hairier people. They were white, but they had um, big, thick beards. And apparently when uh, they rounded up the Cherokees to take them away to the reservations, they left the people with the beards. But the people with the beards were technically natives. Well, what uh, a uh, technicality we got there. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe that. This guy, this guy, this guy's a Ken Ham respecter. Uh. Yeah, he's constantly referencing answers in Genesis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can hear, I can hear Reinhardt ringing from here, but, um, it's just every, Uh, I thought my tinnitus was ringing. (laughs) No, it's just Reinhardt from the top of the mountain screaming about Ken Ham. Uh, anytime we bring up anything to do with like Nephilim or whatever, or dinosaurs, he, he brings up Ken Ham and I'm like, bro, stop, stop. He lost whatever tiny, 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 tiny bit of credibility he had uh, when he when he did the debate with Bill Nye. It was terrible. And I, I've been to the Cincinnati, um, to the Creation Museum. It's terrible. So It's terrible. I think Kim Ham uh, is mentioned in Sphere of Influence, not in a positive light. Yes, definitely not in a positive light. Yes. Edward Hendry is not a fan. I have Ken Ham's book, uh, that one race, one blood. You know, that's another one that this guy is like, well, Ken Ham and one race, one blood. You know, we're all, we're all one race, just darker skin. Some are darker skin. I'm like, yeah, okay, so explain sickle cell and taste acts. And it's also tiresome. Anyway, it's very tiresome talking to people nowadays. Uh, you're telling me, buddy. Well, no, because uh, you'll have a you'll have a guy you'll have you'll have somebody who's completely like woke on the vaccine and COVID, and you know Trump didn't help anybody, and Biden is absolute garbage. You know, so blah blah blah. But but you know, um, God's chosen people in Israel. Oh, I don't understand. I, I don't understand how you get it's so also far. Tiresome, me. Yeah, <laughs> it's always it's also tiresome because you'd be like, okay, cool, yeah, it's the Jews. No, 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 that's the Jews too. Nope, that's that is Jews and and friends. I mean, obviously, it's Jews and friends when, when we when we talk about that here because they're, they're, the whole the whole it's the Jews all the time and raging about the Jews all the time. It does get tiresome. That gets tiresome as well. <laughs> I mean, it, it's tiresome all the way around. Sometimes you just got to be like, nigga, I'm going to read this comic book about clowns. 
Oh, that that reminds me of something. What's that? So I decided to go on a little um, trip down memory lane while uh, GF was cooking some food. And I went down a 90s music video memory lane. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled across the Stone Temple Pilot song, Vaseline. And I was like, I remember this being a pretty catchy song. Holy shit, man. The budget on that video, dude. They must have blown like a couple million on this fucking video. Really? Oh, it's nuts, dude. There's so much going on in this video. It's just ridiculous. But clowns. Evil clowns. Again. I was like, of course there's evil clowns in this. Of course. And then there's a scene where uh, Scott Wayland is like an evil Nazi interrogator, interrogate like screaming lyrics of the song to somebody strapped in a chair. And I'm like, holy fucking MK Ultra Batman! What the fuck is going on in this video? Yeah. <laughs> but it is all over the place, man. I, I was just. I, I don't was think like, I've ever seen the video. I don't think I've ever seen the video. It's well worth three and a half minutes. I, listen, I like the song. I don't like very many songs by them, but I always thought that that was a catchy song. That's just how. That's just it. Okay. But it, it I, I just, <laughs> as soon as I saw the clouds, I was like, "Of course, they're scary clowns." <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't realize they were scary clowns. I, I like I said, I've never seen the video. I'll have to check it out. I mean, in a way, Scott Wayland is a scary clown. I, actually, I was looking at Scott Wayland, and I was like, huh, 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 maybe FDM. I mean, he did have that weird pinchy face. He's got the same uh, jaw and facial structure that horrifying house guest uh, says that uh, the prince, the prince has when comparing the prince and uh, when comparing inverted couples. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, same jawline that Eminem has. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, they're harder to spot, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they are. We still we still aren't one hundred percent sure about any of those because you know testosterone is magic. Does amazing things to people, male or female. All right, Georgia Guidestones. Um, was there anything else like when you were there? You said you felt like a weird energy. Yeah. Yeah. Describe that. Oh, it's like this weird undercurrent. You know, like a buzzing. You know, I it. it and it's not it's not that i had like excitement was were, was i really interested in seeing these absolutely but do i think they're deeply evil <laughs> yes <laughs> so like i i did not expect to feel this the sort of charge when i was there it's sort of like a, a it's an undercurrent feeling it's like um Almost like your fight or flight instincts are being uh, teased, not triggered. 
Hmm. Interesting. Teased, not triggered. It's the best way I could describe it, my friend. I mean, yeah, it works. It works. I just, I just find it interesting that they're just still there after all this time. I mean, they've been vandalized twice. You know, they got painted. I guess somebody knocked them down once. Like, what a terrible thing, right? You know, Georgia Guidestone, where's the vandalized? Where's the vandalized article that I have? Protesters tear down the Georgia Guidestones. This was... When was this article? This doesn't have a date. September 2021. Oh, wow. Okay, hang on. At 4.20 a.m. on Friday. So this was recently. Doesn't say the date. It just says September 2021 on Gallup. Gishgallup.com. Is that even a real website? Oh, wait. Wait. Am I, have I, do I have to? Did you just rickroll yourself? God damn it. Because it's gonna give you up. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it because half of the article is like the half of the article is literally in June 1979, a man using the self-professed pseudonym Robert C. Christian approached Elberton Granite Finishing Company on behalf of a small group of loyal Americans. Like it gives the actual thing, but then it talks about this group that knocks him down, and you read that part, and it's um according to the report, the group was a collection of anarchists loosely associated with Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and the Judean People's Front. The Judean People's Front is from The Life of Brian, Monty Python movie. (laughs) At approximately 4.20 a.m., a large group dressed in black arrived in a caravan of Subarus and Toyota Matrixes. I mean, like, very specific, right? Immediately disabled the 42 security cameras set up four years ago following suspicious activity. Then we believe the group vandalized the monuments before pulling them down. The suspects then threw a party with keg IPA beer in wheatgrass smoothies before departing. So I don't know if this is satire like that one. I don't do it. I really don't really don't know. Like, it sounds like, like half half true, half false. I don't know. Maybe I got rickrolled. Whatever. Ah, it's okay. It's all, all right. fun and games, man. Sure. All this, all this shit is fun and games. We we know it was vandalized a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, somebody spray painted on it, so like you're not gonna win. You know, something like that. Yeah. You know, almost Infowars tier stuff uh, i think uh, mark dice said a few years ago oh it turns out he's a kike i no way yeah but anyway he said that they should be ground up and used in a construction site once okay Thank so you, there, mark dice. There, there are enough people out there that are like why why do why are these things still standing well they're and it's not like they're well protected there's just cameras on them you know so, uh, I think what one thing that helps protect them 
is the sheer distance from civilization that it takes to get to them. It's pretty far. It is pretty far. It was... Uh, I think it was like a two-and-a-half-hour road trip from... Um, from Atlanta. So it was, it was far, dude. Yeah. So it has the astronomical features. Like you were telling us earlier about the sunbeam through the capstone that marks noontime throughout the year. It has a horizontal slot that indicates the annual travel of the sun. And then the channel through the stone indicates the celestial pole. So that's the Polaris one. So it's got three different astronomical features and all three of those i mean that's enough that's enough those are proofs those are proofs right there not a spinning ball and the georgia guidestones help tell us that thanks rc christian rc christian right you mean rosicrucian dun 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 well what if it's roman catholicism Dun, 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 dun. Because the stones are a statement against Protestantism. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so spooky, so ominous. Well, I mean, you know, they use the, the line, the age of reason, right? That could link them to the Thomas Paine book of the same name. That book attacked mm. the Christian establishment. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> interesting I mean for these to be so important only well there was you know they had their unveiling right and there was uh, as many as 400 or as little as 100 depending on who you talk to people showed up for the unveiling So yeah. then, then after, it, it, yeah, after the unveiling, like it wasn't very many people for the unveiling, but uh, after the unveiling, it made the news and then it made national news and then people started coming from all over the world to come see it. Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe the 100 people was the small group of loyal Americans. Yeah. What a weird... Loyal to who? Loyal yeah. to who? Hmm. Taken out of context, the first suggested commandment of maintaining humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance of nature can seem threatening, the number being far lower than the current population of the world. However, constructed in the 1980s, the Cold War began heating up again following detente. Detente? Detente? How do you pronounce that word? D-E-T-E-N-T-E, the French word. Detente. Detente? Okay. Detente. Detente. I speak a little French. Okay, very little. The message stands as advice for a post-apocalyptic world where nuclear winter has decimated the population of the planet. Not a call for mass extermination. Oh, uh, really? So that first one, when you read it word for word as it's written, carved in the stone, you're taking it out of context. That is such, that is the perfect paragraph of pure 
unfiltered horse shit that Wikipedia can provide for you when it comes to official narrative stuff. This and is people not, wonder why people wonder why we hate official narrative so much. This is from an article on medium.com called The Truth About the Georgia Guidestones. Yeah. So uh, clearly we're gonna get the truth from this guy. So basic requirements. Okay, so if there was a nuclear winter, mm-hmm. there would not be five. It, there would not be five hundred million people because that would be impossible to sustain. If sure. nuclear, if nuclear war was if possible, nuclear, right? If nuclear winter was a real thing, if nuclear war right. actually happened, if this stuff really existed, yeah. So is this describing a a shiny vision of what a post reset Earth? would be like Hmm. there you go that actually sounds like it makes more sense so like after the great reset here are the goals a man-made reset sure sure so how do you get down to 500 million oh my i don't know i don't think that's what it is but yeah i i think it'll be far less I think for elites, they don't like they they won't need f- even five hundred million. No, I don't believe so. Uh, but in their little fiefdoms mm. that they're trying to carve out for themselves, <laughs> their little Elysiums. Yeah, yeah, the little Elysiums. Um, it's funny. The most basic knowledge of white supremacist ideology leads to a conclusion that the Guidestones are unlikely to be the work of a racist. As a monument to racial superiority, it seems doubtful that Hebrew, Arabic, and Swahili would feature on three of the faces, nor that the stones would make a plea for the commitment to nature, a united humanity, and international cooperation. Dude, all all my most based... Racist friends love nature. Right. Oh, and they hate Chinese. So, like, why would that language be on there, too? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. French, French should have made the cut over Spanish. They had to pick a Latin language. Yeah. Yeah, and French is not spoken by as many as as uh spanish is around the around no. the world around Germ- the world. german should have made it before swahili again yeah but <laughs> i mean i i mean if they're picking well they I mean they picked hindi and sanskrit for christ's sake one of my favorite lines of any movie ever was from um damn it the movie with uh, Jeremy Piven when they're in college. Um, Revenge of the Nerds? No, <clears throat> no. Jeremy Piven wasn't. Jeremy Piven was the Jeremy Piven, David Spade, uh, yes man. Jeremy Piven, David Spade, and uh, oh, they they went to the college. It was uh, the pre Van, Van Wilder. No, it was b- before Van Wilder. God damn it! I used okay. to love this movie. But the guy's the guy's selling term papers, and he's like, "What's your major?" And he's like, "Sanskrit." He goes, you're majoring in a 5,000-year-old dead language? 
Latin. It's the best I could do. Here you go. Oh, Goodwill hunting. Get out of my face. Stop being, stop it with that. Okay. I know like, yeah, that's, it's a terrible bit. Okay. We know you're not even trying. So stop. All right. Last one. No, no. Dead poet society. No. Back to school. <laughs> Fuck. I hated college movies. I never had the college experience like those movies. Did you? Uh, no, a little bit. Um, PCU, Politically Correct University. That's the movie. God damn it. That was Is that the name of the movie? PCU, yeah. That sounds fucking awful. It's, it's like they basically predicted the political correct movement of college campuses even down to like the protesting and stuff uh, like the hippies that protest everything like the hippies would show up and they're like do you guys want signs and the, the hippie pulls like a sign like a thing out of her pocket and pushes the button and it opens up like an umbrella she's like we brought our own uh, it's like whoa <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty funny like the gate there's a line of people who are like protesting it's like um i need to get there like there's a line to get in the party and it's like um the woman, the chick is like, I should go first because I'm a woman. I'm a woman. And the black guys, you know, black I'm a guys, woman. I'm a woman. The black dude's like, black guy, we should go. I should go because we get we were oppressed. And then the gay guys are like, I'm a homosexual and I'm oppressed everywhere. I go. Oh, dude, it, it was like literally. The, you have to. It's a terrible movie. Well, I don't know if it's terrible. I don't. Know, I thought it was kind of funny. It, is it like scary movie or something like that? Is it? Is it a spoof movie? It's not a spoof colleges? movie, but it's got um. Who's the guy that did the Iron Man movies? Uh, and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, but the, his the director guy, who was also Robert Zemeckis, who was also in um, he was in Swingers. He was like the main character in Swingers, not Vince Vaughn, but the main character. Um, he was in Very Bad Things. He's a director now. I can't remember his name. I don't remember. Anyways, he plays. That's, he that plays horrible. It's yeah. It's it's a funny movie. It's it's a, it brings back memories. It's a nine. It's a Gen X movie for sure. I have a uh, I have a confession. Uh, okay. I was I was out with a work injury for a week, mm. and I I watched the first three seasons of Entourage uh, when I was stuck stuck at home in the aughts, Ugh. and and Jeremy Piven was in that mm. and. He was sort of funny. Well, he's funny. That. He plays he plays the Jewish agent, right? Yeah, very. Very. I I, I barely remember it. But it, I was I was like, wow, these people have a nice life. Yeah. Yeah. And then after I was done watching it, I was like, I think I just watched the male version of Sex in the City. But yeah. Oh, John Favreau. That's the guy. John Favreau. Yeah, as John Favreau plays like the stoner kid. I think he may have even directed the movie. But he plays like the stoner kid who uh who gets like the Jeremy Piven is like the seventh year senior, you know? The multi year yeah, senior. Everybody knew one of those, right? Yeah, that's the whole point of the movie, right? And there's like the pre-frosh and he, you know, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's your stereotypical, like, you know, um, college 
sort of 90s. It's not an 80s movie. It's a 90s college movie. Yeah, it's too bad Borzoi's not here. We could have done a pause button on PCU by now. Well, you would have had to have seen it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it helps. It helps when everybody on the panel has seen the movie. So. <laughs> anyway. But no, you described it really well. I definitely am never going to watch it in my life. Dude, I thought it was hilarious, man. Like, uh, David Spade plays the guy, a little white, like the little waspy white dude. He's the president of the uh, of the Mayflower Society. It's like an all white or whatever. It was. Uh, was the Mayflower Society or whatever? He's like uh, the Mayflower. It was a ship. Apparently, your pe- your ancestors didn't come over on it. He's like the like waspy white dude, racist guy. I don't know. I like David Spade. He's all right. He's usually better when he's with acting with Chris Farley, but he was pretty good in this one. I thought Joe Dirt was pretty anti-white. Um. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is, but at the same time, like he's also like the hero, but the loser hero, who I think has sex with his sister. No, not his sister, but it worked for him when he thought it was his sister was the joke yeah yeah i know they can't not they can't just not do any of the bits they have to throw the bit in there somehow right anyway so what did you learn what did you learn from your uh your trip down there to georgia oh what did i learn yes What's the that, moral of the story? I don't know. Well, that rich, creepy dudes can uh, can erect monoliths that fully express their 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 weird, wicked thoughts, and people will go visit it like it's something special and important. <laughs> Listen, it was neat. I'm glad that I went, and I'm very, very thankful to the friend of the show uh, for driving me out there. Um, it was, it was a really fun road trip. Uh, afterwards we went to Athens, Georgia at where the college is. And there was some really awesome mud flood buildings there that I got some really good pictures of. And also the university itself is just old school, uh, old old school pre-reset architecture. The university of Georgia. That is? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all those big very, antebellum. Very strange. <laughs> yeah? Strange how? Yeah. Like, was it was it Roman, or was it just brick, or what? Roman. Mm. Like, like straight up, like, like some of the buildings downtown were just straight up Roman. It's just like, it was just really weird. Yeah. Yeah, Athens and Atlanta, like, which, is Athens the one that's on the hill, or is Atlanta on the hill? Athens is on the hill. The, okay. uh. One of the coolest buildings, the city hall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could see you could see from a distance up on the hill, and I was like, uh, uh, "Like, <laughs> I went, I went, ooh, we got to go that one first. <laughs> <laughs> like from a distance, you're just like, wow, that that looks fucking old from here. Yeah, you know, a beautiful little beautiful little city, by the way. Yeah, yeah, tucked away. Uh, must be. Must be nice to be able to do something f- 
for a living to live near the place. I, I don't know what people, other than working at the university, I don't know what people do for a living out there, but it was, it was nice. Yeah, it's. But, uh, I, I, I'll, I don't know. I'll yeah, I don't pictures. know anything. I'll, I'll I get don't... the pictures of some of the different buildings uh, up. We could talk about those a different time. But the university itself, it uh, a lot of universities in this continent-wide strip mall that are old are basically repurposed uh, pre-reset buildings. It just absolutely it doesn't make any sense for 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 most of these things to be uh, dormitoriums and. Uh, dormitories and uh, you know different uh, you know different classrooms and stuff like that just makes no sense. They're not they're not physically designed that way. It's it's very much it's very forced repurposing. Hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's definitely inherited repurposed buildings like most of the stuff. I just watched. Um, it's it's not that old, but it's a couple of months old. The old scary world. Um, he breakdown. He did a half an hour breakdown on that panorama that we talk about all the time. Yeah, and he's just zoomed in. And he's looking at it. And he's just talking about like, look at that, look at this, look at that. So he's got more videos out. I hadn't watched anything since. The- he's just got a bunch of little ones, a bunch of little fifteen twenty minute ones. Uh all right. He's got one that's like four hours long, and it's just like binaural beats. And pictures, it's kind of like ASMR. <laughs> Those are the best flat earth British videos are the ones that say something like uh, 68 photos and it's just uh, ambient yeah. music with the different different photos. And yeah, stuff. it puts me right to sleep. But listen, listening to him talk is... Oh, Martin Liedeke, yeah. Well, I yeah. was listening to any of those guys and I mean, holy shit. Those islands up there, those British Isles, they do something to your language, man. I mean, I was listening to a Tony Patch and Ken or Kev something, Kev Green or something, Kev whatever. Uh, he's Kev is British, I believe, uh, and he had a Scottish guy on there, like Johnny Whistles or something. Johnny Whistles, yeah, or something like that. And then it sounds uh, like the name of a of a fucking depression era gangster or, or a clown. Oh no, it's fucking Johnny Whistles, right? He's hearing. <laughs> anyway, um, and well, then you can't whistle, right? Exactly, and then no, I can. I'm just like I was doing that on purpose. That's Johnny Whistles. Oh, but uh. <laughs> Right, so those guys. But anyways, when the the British guy was like, "Oh my god, this guy's got a terrible British accent," and then the Scottish guy started talking, and he's got like that Herbert the pervert thing going on where he has this as as like this, right? On top of having a horrible Scottish accent, like I couldn't understand what anybody was saying to that entire interview except for Tony Patch, but apparently. Apparently CERN is doing big bad bad things with the D-wave quantum computers in the qubits. So I love I love outside of the bad techno back music, I love the uh I love those CERN updates yeah. and stuff. I I'll listen to 
I listen to maybe like one or two every couple weeks at work, and uh, I, I don't know what they're, I, I don't know what they're talking about half the time. Like all the different quantum computers and stuff that they say exist and everything, but it's neat stuff, and, and the graphics are pretty are pretty interesting. There will be some some shambling freaking zombie or something coming out of coming out of a Stargate that looks like CERN computer or whatever. Mm, oh, the, the graphics in the background? Yeah. Yeah, great stuff. The techno music's terrible. Like, the, like I, I thought maybe it was something wrong with my audio at first, with right, my headphones, right. but um, no. as it cleared up, I was like, oh, no, they have like, they have like really low techno backtrack to it. Yeah. I, I don't know why they do that. Do they do that so you don't isolate their audio? Maybe. Or... Like, I understand coming in and out of a break or something, maybe like fading in some music, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I don't I don't understand having it in the background for like an hour long discussion with a guest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I wish I knew, but it's terrible. Yeah, it's really terrible. The 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 the, the content isn't the content is great. But content's, the content's gold, except for the globe cucking. But you know, yeah, you know, like Reinhardt says, you can't you can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> no, not unless not unless we're at five hundred, five hundred and one million. <laughs> right, I guess. <laughs> for five hundred one million, the baby and the bathwaters go out as long as That's as it. long as we're in harmony with nature. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to be done uh, with fitness and diversity. Right. Yeah, I, I guess with fitness and diversity. Yeah, you know, uh, it says avoid petty bath water and well, useless babies. <laughs> uh, does this say? Oh, no, that, that's not number seven. Avoid petty bath water. Yeah, avoid petty bath water and useless babies. I, I, you're reading it wrong. I'm re- okay. You're reading it wrong. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up. This is our first edition of Paranormies uh, Travels, or whatever we're gonna call it. We haven't exactly figured out a name yet, but we will. Feel feel free to drop your name suggestion ideas in the comment section. Yeah, these uh, will be up. These will be up on our website and on our Telegram, and that's it. So Johnny has already vetoed para roadies. Yes, I have vetoed para roadies. <laughs> All right. We have more of these coming up. I toured a star fort. Reinhardt did something. I can't remember what we will talk about those. So we'll see you later.
All right, everybody, we're back. This is, uh, well, we're back to the first part. We recorded that other part a while ago. Uh, now, strangely enough, what I did not have on my 2022 bingo, but I should have, I guess, because, you know, nothing is surprising anymore, is the Georgia Guidestones got blown up. What the, like, were you expecting that? Um, considering the... Okay, so when I went, it's under constant surveillance. Right. Right? And there are weird people that wander around that when, when you show up, you know, it's... Oh, all right, I, I got I to gotta back up a little bit. It, it is in the middle of nowhere in Georgia. It really it is. It is in the middle of nowhere. And, and yet, when you pull up to it in the middle of the day, uh, as soon as you get out, there are strange people who are there from the time you pull up to the time you leave that just sort of wander about the place. You know, there's no, there, and, and you can see the surveillance cameras on it the entire time. So right, in my head, right. I was like, there's no way somebody is going to pull up to this thing in a truck and wrap a chain around it and then try to drive off and, and, and knock the whole thing down. Right, because there's there's no way. I mean, you know, with the surveillance system and the the weird people milling about. Right, and the significance something. of the significance of these stones to the people that erected them. So, like, I understand to the average the average American, they don't care about this thing. Okay, most people don't even know that this thing existed. No, the only people who really do are the conspiratorial minded, those who've been gone down the Q rabbit hole um, or who have uh, supported Marjorie Taylor Greene or Candace Taylor from Georgia. And we'll definitely get into that in a second. But like, uh, 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 as excuse me, as (laughs) with a lot of the things that we talk about on this program is you may not care about the esoteric meaning of some of this stuff, but the people who erect these sorts of monuments, and I'm using that term loosely, they care very much about the significance of these things. They have, they have esoteric symbolism embedded in all of this because it is a, it is a part of what they're about. And they see themselves as completely separate to you and I. Right. This this monument was so significant to them. What are the odds of this? That it was 666 miles exactly from the UN uh, headquarters in New York. Yeah. So I was... Wait a second. What did you say? What are the odds that... Oh they would build a monument in the middle of nowhere right. in Georgia. Right, right, and right. And I'm There's... not kidding about the middle of nowhere in Georgia. Okay, this is nowhere near Atlanta. This is nowhere near Athens. Um, it is in the middle of nowhere in Georgia. Right, it, it, but it is. somehow except... perfectly 666 miles away from the UN building. Right. There's there's that. That's what I, I misheard what you said. Um, it also sits on the intersection of two ley lines, supposedly. Um, and also, there is that stone setup which has the holes drilled in it that always lines up with Polaris every night. 
So that's like the only place where that could occur, supposedly, the way that the angles are done. Uh, right, and at, no at noon there's also another there, there's another hole that illuminates a portion of the of the monument, or it did at one time. Right, because it's gone. It, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Much like the so Confederacy, it's, it's gone. So it started in the middle of the night. Somebody blew up the Hebrew and Arabic stone. Well, hang on a second. Somebody blew it up is a, a little bit of a broad brush there. We don't, we're not sure. Uh, it could have been lightning. I did watch that nine-minute video where the guy breaks down the, uh, the lights, the actual electric lights flickering, the color of the explosion, um, the purple color of the explosion has to do with the electrostatic discharge plasma from lightning. Charge. Plasma charge from lightning, yeah. So um, he's one of those that believes it was God sending lightning to destroy these satanic, um, these satanic stones. I don't know. I don't necessarily much buy like, that. I would much like that mural of George Floyd that was hit with lightning. That was fantastic. <laughs> right. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, so maybe. Maybe that's possibly true. I mean, maybe it was a directed energy weapon. I could totally see them using a, a directed energy weapon to take that out to make it seem like it was like a natural thing and to get, you know, I don't know, the, the few people that, I mean, this is like, we did talk about this with, uh, with Float the other day, but uh, this is like conspiracy candy extraordinaire, you know? Uh, certainly. Yeah, but but it, so the, the the Hebrew and Arabic stone blew up, and then um, the very next morning there was a, a demolition crew out, just gone. Right? Is that what happened? Well, yeah, it, it was like there was a school shooting there or something. They had to demolish the entire thing and level it to the ground instead <laughs> of instead of repairing a single stone. And then putting it back in putting it back in place, they're like, nope, gotta take the whole thing down. Now there's okay, one there's one tweeter that some people really hate, and uh, I'm pretty ambivalent on, but uh, Donnie Darkened, mm. uh, he posted something that uh, you know he's into the numbers and everything, and the tweet says the Georgia Guidestones fell on July sixth or seven six. Today is George W. Bush's 76th birthday. He is a Skull and Bones member, which uh, on, their, on their plaque, it says 322. The Georgia Guidestones were unveiled on 3-22 in 1980. So March 22nd, 1980. Right. This happened one day after CERN relaunched at double the record-breaking energy levels on 7-5. So, I, yeah, I mean, that's you know, I, it's possible I, there that there's some sort of energy that, discharge they, they or something. Don't, well, a lot of people that don't hold the same significance with these numbers as some people do. I just thought the numbers were at least worth mentioning. Um, I oh, don't definitely, uh, you know, I, I don't know how much the skull and bones group actually had to do with the guidestones being unveiled on 322, but you know, everybody who's paid attention to these things has heard of like Ted Turner cryptically being this, uh, what was the guy's name? Rosie Christian. 
RC Christian or something. RC Christian. <laughs> R- R- not Rosie Christian. It's RC Christian. Yes. <laughs> right. You know, like it, this this fake guy makes these like really weird things. Well, it's like Ted Turner. It's obviously Ted Turner. I mean, everybody thinks it's Ted Turner. It is Ted Turner. I mean, he's from out there. He owns he owns property out there. It's something he would do. He was involved in like the granite industry. Yeah. He's so a another Rosa, thing he's a Rosicrucian. The jo- he's a Rosicrucian and a 33rd degree Mason. So another thing about the Georgia Guidestones and the UN headquarters, everybody thinks that the UN headquarters uh, looks like a a monolith, right? right? And and it has it has a very similar shape as the Guidestone, uh, the three the three primary Guidestone monoliths. It definitely does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so you know, I mean, not only that, that that's not the only monolith that's there. There's the was it the Hilton that's next door to the, to the World Trade Center that looks just like the monolith from 2001? There's several oh, of those. I mean, they, they, they use the mo- well. they use the monolith a lot. Um, I mean, to be honest, to be in my opinion, I, I'm gonna say that it was knocked down uh, ceremoniously, you know, in some sort of ritual using probably the direct the directed energy weapon. It was probably supposed to blow the entire thing up, and it didn't. And then the next morning, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, shit. And they, had to send the, they had to send in the cleanup crew to get rid of the rest of it. So I, I'd like to reiterate the, the 10 fake commandments that are on there real oh, quick. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Uh, number one, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. Number two, and this is the one that offends most Americans, uh, guide reproduction widely wisely improving fitness and diversity we know that the improving fitness portion really gets under a lot of people's skin in this continent-wide strip mall i think that was probably like that's probably one that offends people the most right well the whole the whole uh keep the population under 500 million i think that i mean oh that's the one that gets everybody that's right i'm sorry i you know the fatness one the fatness one is just yeah that's like your 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 pet issue but uh, un- unite humanity under a living new language, uh, r- rule, passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. Let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court, avoid petty laws and useless officials, balance personal rights with social duties, prize truth, beauty, love, and seeking harmony with the infinite. And 10, but last but not least, be not a cancer on the earth, leave room for nature, leave room for nature. So, you know, a lot of the people that defend this monument, they talk about these as principles we should all be able to embrace, right? Right. But when the first one talks about the maintain humanity under 500 million when we're told all the time that there's like 8 billion people here and it's just going to keep going up exponentially right the population explosion and uh we're going to have a crisis of famine and starvation that hasn't quite happened all right well see this is well it's working on it but this is where yeah see this is where i think manufacture one oh yeah they're they're working they're doing their best to manufacture it you know they have to they had to cut out um you know, they had to cut Ukraine out, you know, shipping one third of the world's wheat. Um, they just did. You see, there was just another hundred thousand acre fire in Romania, just burned wheat fields, hundred thousand acres. 
Oh, that happens every day, Johnny. Yeah, it's just every day. You, you have you, just, you have no understanding about how many uh, how how large a piece of land a uh, hundred thousand acres is. Right. It's, it's 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 barely a city and it's barely a, a section of Rhode Island. Right. It's just a know? blip. There's no reason to to be concerned for that. Um, however, yeah, they're however they do it. You know, they're 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 manufacturing this this crisis. And I think like the Georgia Guidestones, the that rule number one there, keeping the population down. I think that number is also meant to go as like a bookending with the whole like, oh, there's eight billion billion people in the world, and then you know this is the scare tactic. This is what we're supposed to be at. I don't think I don't think the Guidestones were anything other than uh, not a troll, but really weren't all that important. I have a wild take. What's that? What if we're under five hundred million now? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, the lie of eight of eight billion people on this quote planet. Um, I don't. I don't necessarily believe that. But I mean, I have been. I have been to some big cities where there's been a lot of people. But I, I just don't see how. What is New York like? Twenty three million people or seven million? People? What is it? Like I don't, I cities don't know, of millions. Like, I, I I've been to, to those York. cities. I didn't feel I, I, like I was surrounded by millions of people. Right, right. I felt like there were thousands of people out that day. Yeah. Thousands. Like, you, you know, in a, but... In a city like Los Angeles or whatever, it's like how many million people? Every time I've been there, it doesn't seem like there's that many people. Oh, it's so spread out. Ah. I don't know. I was at a concert with 500 people once, and it was it felt incredibly crowded, and it was it was in a giant auditorium. Right. Mm-hmm. If there was like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really. I've been to some big festivals where there's like thirty, forty thousand people. That much. It's just. Wouldn't it be funny if we were really actually already under the five hundred million mark? And they just tell us that it's. It, they just tell us that these major urban centers have millions and millions and millions more people than they actually do. It's completely plausible. You know. Like, like I'm supposed, like I'm supposed to believe that China, that can barely fucking feed itself, has over a billion people, right? It's the three, I thought, had three billion, or was that India? India's three. three? No, I, I don't know. I think each of them have like a billion people in it, and they're total shitholes. Yeah, they really are. How do they have? You know, how are these people having millions and millions of babies if they're living literally in squalor, filth, and shit? Oh. A large portion of the of India's population, I've been told, right. are also are also vegetarian, and it requires a great swath of land in order to grow enough vegetables to feed people. That's why people eat meat, is because it 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 takes up a lot less real estate to keep your animals fed, to feed later, to keep your stomach full, mm. than it does to have large and large and large swaths of land dedicated to growing vegetables, which may or may not make it through a season. Right. No, and the, the development of eating meat um, is supposedly what, what uh, turned us from Cro-Magnons into modern man, right? I thought it was agriculture. I thought it was the other way around. Oh no! Oh no! No, I'm sorry. I was eating meat is what gave us the ability to uh, to be a vegan if you wanted to. <laughs> I, I I mean I I have nothing against people that are vegan. I don't like either. that is a, that's a militant vegan. I have I have the militant anybody. Yeah, I mean it, it. There is there is the obvious stereotype that most vegans like really really want you to know how vegan they are. Right. 
But I, I've met plenty of people that are vegan that don't even really talk about it. It just only comes up when it's time to pick somewhere to go eat. True. Those are and those, and that's fine, you know, because you can find yeah. a lot of you know. There's at least a, a vegan option at pretty much anywhere. Uh, by now, there's at least a vegan option at right. most places, especially right. if it's like a uh, uh, sort of like a hipster kind of joint. Yeah, if it's a lip tart spot, to, then there's like, definitely like I want to get options. I want to get fancy tacos at this place. Well, that's good because they have like three different kinds of vegan tacos right. for the they have for the, a vegan friend. They have yeah the fake yeah. they have the fake ground beef tacos. They have the fake pork tacos and the fake fish tacos or whatever. Yeah. So there have been a few. So there have been a few attempts. I, I I don't want to say attempts because there have been a few actual vandalisms. Yeah. At the Georgia Guidestones, mostly before, involving spray before paint before this event. Mostly involving right? spray paint. Yeah, spray paint and other stuff. There was the. Uh, I don't know if that happened at the same time, but the person with the red spray paint that spray painted "fuck you, read this Rockefeller." You know. Right. Uh, the other one, uh, like they threw some kind of shit on it, and it said "fuck the NWO." Yep. Yeah. You know, very, uh, I, very, you know, lowbrow, um, low-level vandalism type stuff. So, because these are under constant surveillance, mm-hmm. I don't know if anything ever happened to the people that had spray painted the Georgia Guidestones up to this point. That's right? a good point because, you know, because what, what did happen? I mean, these are clearly, you know, spray painted on the stones and they were cleaned up. I mean, but, but with these things being, yeah, I mean, was anybody arrested? Has there ever been any, any story about that at all? I don't, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't find anything before the show. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I'm just, you know, like. We, I don't think I've ever heard we, of anybody. We, we, we getting, cobbled together enough stuff on on the destruction of this monument uh, before recording the second hour, and like, I just I couldn't find anything about it. like I the I, I couldn't even really find a date as to when they occurred. I just found like images of the vandalism itself. Right. So here's the interesting thing about the explosion of the Hebrew and Arabic stone. Mm. It requires a, a, a pretty significant amount of planning and, uh, preparation before you can level an explosion like the one that you see in the, now I, I understand the theories about, uh, it being lightning or directed energy weapon. But if we're going with the conventional means at which the video of the explosion shows, that's not your, that's, that doesn't seem like your typical, just stick a dynamite explosion. No, it doesn't. It looks, again, it does give more of a, uh, directed energy slash lightning explosion as opposed to regular incendiary explosion. And I'm certainly not an expert on explosions in any way, shape, or form. But if you were going to go through the time and preparation to cause one of these things to explode, why wouldn't you do the entire thing? Right. Now, I, I now maybe they didn't have enough. Maybe they didn't have enough powder to make one big splody bomb. They only had enough for one small one. I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility. So this, so this happened in the middle of the night, correct? Uh. 
4.03 and 33 seconds. So real early in the morning. Real so early, why, yes. So why is the Georgia uh, Department of Investigation, is, is that what they're called? I don't is know. Is it the GD? Uh, oh, the GDI? The, no, the GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Right, Georgia Bureau of why Investigation. Why is the Georgia right. Bureau of Investigation releasing uh, footage of a blurry every car, like as you called it earlier today, um, it's a blurry silver every car. It's like every silver sedan you've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, why are they? It, that looks like that car. That car looks like it was in the middle of the day. That <laughs> picture does. It does look like a uh, picture taken during the day with the shadow of the tree and of the um, what appears to be power lines over it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a picture taken during the day, and it's blurry as hell. It's like the camera was moving, not the. You know, this is a security camera footage. Why is the camera moving? And it's it's very it's it's very strange. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, I I'm so what is this surveillance footage of a car further down the road or something? I don't like, know why I, they I, threw I, that in there. It's, I don't know how many times I have to reiterate this. Elberton is in the middle of nowhere in Georgia. Like you could have like traffic cam footage in a suburb even uh, of course a major metropolitan area but the likelihood of elberton georgia being dotted with uh surveillance footage along major highways and stuff in the area oh let me remind you it's in the middle of nowhere right there are no major highways leading Hold on. is that because it's in the middle the of nowhere stones. Dude, you go through some of the most small podunk towns I had ever seen in order to get there from Atlanta. So if you're driving from Atlanta to get to the Georgia Guidestones, uh, you get uh, at some point you get off major arteries and you're driving through um, farm roads where you can hit about 55, 60 miles an hour. But then you have to hit the brakes because you start going through these small towns where the the speed limit drops to 35. Right. And you can and get a ticket really quick down there. You don't want, you don't want a sheriff down there to pull you over and give you a ticket being out of state. No, I've no. gotten a ticket or, 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 in, or, or a city person. You don't want to be like, it's right. that kind of a small town. Just don't be a city but, person like, at all. Right. Yeah. yeah you just and like, you little... need to really pay attention to the, I mean, you're not going to visit it anyway, so I don't know why I'm telling anybody this, but you need to really pay attention uh, and, in some of these small towns, like what the actual speed limit is. Cause if you're going, if you're going slightly five miles over, boom, those lights are going to be flashing. You're going to get, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to be paying for the water bill for the city hall. Yeah. You know, with, with that ticket, you're getting a ticket. Yeah. You don't like that. I got yeah. a ticket. I got a ticket with a Connecticut license in Georgia one time. Boy, do you know where you are? Yes. I'm in Georgia, sir. God, that would suck. Yep. That would suck. Super balls. <sighs> yeah. We were, we were in my cousin's rental car going to Atlanta for New Year's Eve. So anyway, at yeah, 440 at 445 in the afternoon is when they demolished the rest of the Guidestones. Right. So is that almost 12 hours exactly to the one a, being exploded? A little bit over 12 hours. Yeah. From 403 to 445. It's 12 hours and 40, about 42 minutes. So yeah, I'm not I'm not claiming there's absolute significance there, but it's just it's interesting. Very odd that that 
I mean, there, how many? What kind of decisions have to go into place to just decide to demolish well, the pro- entire site? Okay, it's 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 on private property, so this had to have been decided by the owner of the guidestones, like whoever owns the property, right? So who owns that property? R. Uh, Christensen. R. C. Christensen. R. C. yeah, right. So <laughs> whatever nobody knows. Whatever so nobody knows who owns is. that property, and so yeah, I mean, it's just very odd. You know, you don't normally see that. You'd see a forensic team go out. If there's a real bomb, like there'd be a bomb squad out there investigating uh, any, you know, supposedly any commercial uh, or chemical that can be turned into a commercial style explosive uh, can be traced to where it was purchased and by whom it was purchased. So, I mean, they did none of that stuff that you would normally see in such an, ex- you know, with such, some kind of explosion like that. Um, so it's very out of, very out of the ordinary. But also, who the hell knows? I mean, like, this could just be a distraction from a distraction from a distraction from a, you know, distraction. (laughs) Or it could have just been some sort of symbolic thing for George W. Bush's birthday, you know. Or, you know, it signifies the destruction of another era, epoch or something, and we're going into something else. There's all kinds of ways of looking at this. And... Interestingly enough, uh, there is a Georgia gubernatorial race going on. Was. 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 This is former. This is a former gubernatorial candidate. Oh, well, I mean, there's still a gubernatorial race, but uh, this person was was lost in the primaries, right? Yes. Former Georgia Republican candidate. Uh, So Candace Taylor... Uh, made it part of her gubernatorial primary plank to demolish the Georgia Guidestones. Yes, one of her, one of her things was like, what was it God, babies, and guns, or something? What she was running on. So, in an in an emailed statement, uh, she uh, she expressed glee at the monument's destruction. Yes, she did. Uh, she said, since my election, the Supreme Court has ruled in favor of three of my main platform issues and executive orders, Jesus, guns, and babies. There you go. And just like religious persecution, gun control, and abortion, the Georgia Guidestones, a demonic monument that calls for the depopulation of the earth as well as for the extermination of 7.5 billion people has no place in the Christian state of Georgia or in America for that matter. This looks like another act of God to me. Today, it is another defeat of the devil. Never underestimate the power of prayer. <laughs> I, I I don't entirely disagree. I find that a little vitriolic, of course, but... Uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, the, it's... It, she's, she's being one of those fundamentalist Christians. Yeah. Uh, so there is also a Franklin County pastor, Clint Harper... And uh, he said, uh, to maintain humanity under 500 million people, that means that this monument is in Elbert County, advocates for the killing of 6.5 billion people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, see, even the, even the number of billions of people that are on on the, in right. this world uh, is apparently in question. This guy thinks it's seven. She thinks it's eight. Uh, nobody knows, mm-hmm. right? 
Uh, this guy argued that the county was essentially endorsing the cryptic message by letting it stay on county property and tending to the site. When his request uh, to dismantle the monument went nowhere, he asked commissioners to let him install a giant cross and copy of the Ten Commandments alongside the Georgia Guidestones. <laughs> I, I think they said no. Hmm. No. Uh, there, the county's attorney, Bill Daughtry, said uh, Harper was reading too much into the monument's ex- inscriptions. He said uh, da- Daughtry, just, which Daughtry described as nonsense, paid for by an eccentric millionaire. And that's that's been the that's been the cope with this this thing is that hey, an eccentric millionaire put this up. You know, you're reading a little too much into this. Right. It's just some rich old person's weirdo fuddy duddies uh, weird beliefs guy. You know, why don't you listen, erect your own monument there, guy, okay? Why don't you buy some land? And they actually said that to him. They actually, why don't you, you know, why don't you buy, why don't you buy your own land and erect your own monument? wonder how that would go if you erected a Christian monument like that. So at the monument, there was, I, I, I found this item I was looking for this earlier. I found this item. I'm going I'm to put it in the, the chat for you real quick. Okay. So, you know, there's a there's a time capsule. Right. At the monument. Supposedly. Supposedly. So, here is... <laughs> here are the items in the time capsule. Uh, there are four items. A single eight-track tape of Saturday Night Fever, a Peterbilt emblem, an October 1979 Playboy signed by Burt Reynolds, and a bag containing 1,734 Quaaludes. Yeah, I don't believe the Quaaludes thing. Uh, Well, the current value of the Quaaludes is in the range of $2 million. Right. According to the FBI, yeah, I don't, I don't know. There was, there was that's what they're saying was really in there was quaaludes. Yes, good lord. Uh, after testing the pills, the GBI plans to release the thousand pills back to the sheriff's office where they will be destroyed. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I, I'm sure all one thousand seven hundred and thirty-four quaaludes will be destroyed by. by at the office. Yeah. What? I I am not even going to pretend that I understand any potential esoteric meaning to the significance of these items. No, you know, the, the Peterbilt, the, the, pl- the, the Peterbilt belt buckle <laughs> thing. Yeah. <laughs> the eight track of Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. The Burt Reynolds signed. Playboy. Playboy. Yeah. Yeah, with a tranny. Two trannies on the cover. Just two, two. two oh, so Bert's one. Bert, Bert, Bert is one too, right? I mean, supposedly. Yeah. I don't know. But that just, did Bert Reynolds know, die? The triggering. Pretty sure he's dead. Pretty sure he's dead. Pretty sure he's dead. Uh, the triggering of the people by just suggesting that somebody they like could possibly be trans. Especially there's they sports. They sports heroes. But definitely not Turd Ferguson. No, not Turd Ferguson or the Bandit. Not the Bandit. You know, <laughs> not the Bandit. He drove the coolest car ever, man. The Trans Am, the Firebird. Oh. 
I get I get Smokey and the Bandit confused with Cannonball Run. It's well, it's pretty much the same cast. Yeah. I mean, Dom DeLuise is in it. Burt Reynolds is in it. Pretty sure Jerry Reed shows up. A lot of lot of chicks and cut off shorts. Dudes. Oh, uh, the, the chick the chicks that the chicks that drove the Lamborghini. Yeah, the dudes. Yeah, dudes. Yeah. Yep. God damn it. Yep. No, dude, nothing, yeah. nothing. And, and that was the thing in the in this in the late seventies and the early eighties. They all had the big, huge Farrah Fawcett hair and the pointy boobs and like the the super like everything else was accentuated, accentuated, you know, to detract from the fact that they had no hips because they're guys. God, oh yeah, man. They really, they really messed us up. Yeah, they did. They did. It's bad. So apparently, uh, that swarmy uh, Brit Bong Kike, uh, uh, John Oliver. Oh boy, he had done like he had done like a piece about the Georgia Guidestones before it blew up. And there were there were some people, there were some tourists who were going to visit the Georgia Guidestones because John Oliver talked about it to make fun of Candace Taylor. Because people still pay attention to the blue team fake comedian news programs. They still they still like binge watch that crap. So Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Hmm. I have no idea what he said about him. But I, that, but but some of the eyewitness uh, testimony about like oh I can't believe it was blown up we, the only reason we drove out here is because John Oliver talked about them like yeah no, I don't think anybody <laughs> I don't think anybody ever said that oh that, I mean they probably didn't you think anybody actually drove out to see the Georgia Guidestones because John Oliver did a piece on them well it, embarrassingly enough the main reason I had found out about the Georgia Guidestones was because of that Jesse Ventura show that that was on uh Arts and Entertainment. That's far less embarrassing. Far less embarrassing than being admitting that you went out there because you watched the John Oliver program. Jesse yeah. Ventura's conspiracy theory show was great for the few episodes that it was on. So it got taken down by the system. There was I mean, he talked. There he was talked about a lot of stuff that I still find kind of interesting. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, no, he was. Show. He was he definitely about. Definitely a pressure about harp. Re- definitely a pressure release valve, man. Yeah, absolutely. He talked about harp. He talked about program to kill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he talked about the Denver airport. I remember the. De- I, re- I remember finding out about the Denver airport on there, and I was like, "What? Yeah, what is going on with that horse?" Right. Well, I had already been. I mean, I had already been down the rabbit hole in a lot of these, and then I discovered Jesse Ventura was like, "Oh, cool wrestler guy that talks about this stuff too." Awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. The the guy with the coolest gun on Predator. Yeah. That, that painless. That, oh man, it was painless. Was the name of that gun? That's what it's called. Painless. Yeah. I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm gonna have me some fun. He's running. The black dude's running through the woods with the fucking gun. <laughs> After yeah. after if Jesse Ventura gets what he cut in half or something, yeah, yeah, he got it good. Yeah, yeah. But like when they were leveling, when they were leveling the oh, uh, the forest with right. their uh, just blowing through all that ammo for no reason. <laughs> yep, <laughs> thousands of dollars worth of Right now, it'd be like a million dollar shot. Okay. Yeah, but last summer, maybe not. Not now. Ammo prices have dropped a little bit. Not that I have any <laughs> guns to buy ammunition for. I, I think guns, uh, only the military. Not, not even. I think most military disputes can be settled by a by a pretty solid game of Pictionary. 
I, I don't know. I was I was I thought you meant million dollar shot by how many carbon credits the production company would have to pay for for the loss of of trees. Well, there's that too. You know, to, I mean, yeah, you know, no, to it's a, all to included. Assuage, to assuage their climate guilt. To assuage the justice. climate guilt and the anger of the little man boy Greta Thumb Thumbheadberg. Her face does look like a thumb. That poor dude. Yeah, I, I don't know. Do you feel bad for it? Honestly. Uh, I don't know. Ah, you know like, is it even you know, human? I don't. I don't, I don't have. I, I don't. I don't think about that stuff much. I don't either. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. They don't think about us, so I don't think about them. So Elberton sits on top of a large bed of granite. Yes, very and it's large. It's been known for its numerous granite companies and skilled stone workers. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, many people say that's why Mister Christian chose the town for that spot for his monument. Right, because of uh, the, the large amount of, of granite deposits in the area. Yeah. So uh, there, there's a guy named Christopher Kubas. He's the vice president of the Elberton Granite Association. Oh. Uh, and uh, they have an associ- you know, There's so much granite there, they have an association. Right. Wow. And he was quoted as saying, I really hate that this happened. I do think it's an attack on free speech. And I hate that we've gotten to this point in our country where nothing can be out there for people to read without somebody trying to destroy it. Mm-hmm. I wonder how Christopher Kubas felt during the summer of hate of 2020 or the uh, the pre-summer of hate in 2013 when every statue of a competent white men showing confidence was being t- torn down. Right. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. I mean, that uh, the, El- the Elberton mayor, Daniel Graves, said the attack feels like a strike at the city's history. Well, considering that that literally that's the only reason anybody would ever go to Elberton. Yeah. Well, what about all their fine graniting? Their I mean, rocking? yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure the granite museum does draw in, you know, the the people. I mean, the occasional uh, people in the industry, maybe. You know, I don't know. Like it'd be like the Hank Hill of of granite come to. Visit. I mean, short I short of the positioning of the stones for for noon and mm-hmm. the the hole and the Polaris and, uh, and the Polaris stuff. Like short of that, like there's nothing really like artistically badass about the the guidestones before they were torn down. No, there's nothing nothing at all. They're literally was it one, two, three, four stones and a cap? And a and a little capstone. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and some inscriptions on them. Yeah. Just the same thing, all ten, you know, whatever they are, commandments or whatever, inscribed in a bunch of different languages, including including Swahili. A very interesting choice. Right. Uh right. A lot of people thought that it was a very significant that German happened to be one of the languages left out. Yeah, well, interestingly enough, uh, yeah, you're right, yeah. yeah. George Guidestones. <laughs> now, clearly, now, now your, your Candace Taylor said that, you know, that God knocked it down with lightning. Um, however, however, the, uh, the news saying it clearly... In fact, clearly, despite all evidence that the monument was, in fact, bombed. Where's all this evidence? What evidence are they talking about? That one horrible little video. Then they showed a guy scooting up and going running away. 
Have you seen the video of the guy running away? Uh, yeah, uh, I've actually seen more edits of a little Apu doing it than I have of the actual person. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, and then there was the edit of the, uh, the, the black, uh, genderqueer congressional candidate oh twerking upside down with her yeah. head in the sand, uh, on what top the, of the remains. First of all, holy shit. Like how did, that's a person who was an elected official in a st- what state is she from? Uh, not an elected official yet, oh. but, uh, probably will win by a, I, I was trying to find a joke in there, but a landslide. Right. Probably will win. Yeah. Where is she from? Uh, you know what? I think it's Rhode Island, but I couldn't tell I think you you're off right. the top of my head because I don't, right. I I don't pay I just too close attention. It'd be insane that you have a black gender queer woman who twerked in a thong upside down to protest abortion, Roe versus Wade. Um, this is going to get elected in a landslide in a state like Rhode Island. That's just mind-boggling to me. It's crazy. So I, 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 I will never forget the uh, TripAdvisor review of the Georgia Guidestones. Was it TripAdvisor or was this uh, somebody's uh, Airbnb thing or was it, it was a TripAdvisor? It was TripAdvisor. I think it was TripAdvisor. Okay. Yeah, read that. That's pretty funny. Uh, guidestones to the New World Order. Favorite thing is that these guidestones are spelling out what this coronavirus and vaccine are taking us if people just open their eyes. There are about 8 billion people in the world, and the stones want to maintain humanity under 500 million and guide reproduction wisely. The government wants to allow abortion up to the due date. To guide reproduction, uh, these stones call for mass genocide, which is quite possible through a vaccine. The elite and 1% want a slave class that is manageable, and 8 billion is not manageable. The first to get vaccines are the homeless, the elderly, and hospital and first responders. The elite view the elderly and homeless as leeches. And if the hospital system collapsed due to the workers dying from a vaccine, then guess what would happen? Mm. Only the fittest will survive. Interesting about the vaccine, it's an mRNA vaccine. RNA has uracil in it instead of thymine, which is DNA, which is in DNA. Uracil is a known carcinogen and is known to create birth defects. So people... The government will have impunity because they will claim it's ultimately voluntary, even though they are going to make it impossible to work or buy or sell without it. Make mo- no mistake, this is the mark of the beast spoken of in Revelations 13. Now, now this guy wrote this in January 2020. Right. He did. So somebody went to the Guidestones and then on TripAdvisor wrote a review. Um in January 2020, before we got hit with all the lockdowns and everything else. Um, January 2020. Yeah, actually, yeah, you're right, yeah. Well, it talks about the Uracil and the vaccine. That was something. Um, well, wait a minute. When did they start talking about vaccines? For, for Almost COVID? immediately. It was almost uh, immediately, almost right? Yeah. immediately after the lockdowns, right? Yeah, and the lockdowns. They're they're gonna fast track it. It's Operation Warp Speed. Operation Warp Speed was yeah. When was all, when was all that? So this doesn't sound like I mean this this guy didn't predict anything. This is just no. But like, I mean, he I. 
except for the mark of the beast, uh, as spoke of in Revelation 13, mm. I don't see how much of this stuff is very far off. No, it's not. I mean, he's he's not far off. I I I again am one of the people who were like, well, the vaccine is definitely um, going to be causing a lot of problems. We got the myocarditis, pericarditis. You've got um, people worrying if they're going to die when they work out. You have people worrying. You know, I mean, kids. You, Kids dying of strokes had, and stuff. With the, they, they had that article last week about don't garden too hard. Yeah, don't garden too hard because the dirt will kill you. It's getting it's getting out of control to the point where literally they have to make things up, crazy things up like gardening, um, working out too hard will kill you. Nobody like have you ever seen nobody nobody falls over dead in the gym until now. You know people are. There's, there's, Maybe there's a dehydration. Yeah, you can't you can't overdo it, but like most people are not overdoing it at no. the gym. They're doing just enough while they're there. Right, a lot of them are. Um, yeah, ninety percent of the people at the gym are doing just what they're comfortable with at the gym. I don't know. They're, at the gym. They're, they're, they're going in there to do enough to go. I went and worked out at the gym today. There's there's that there's a lot of that but that when I dude when I worked out in Ohio at the the Metro gym there it's like all meatheads. Like literally everybody there is like they look like they're in their forties and they're definitely on like two grams a test a week. So so when you're surrounded by guys like that, are you trying to overdo it while you're there? No, I I, I try to stay on the like other side it? of the gym. Those guys are freaks. They're but those guys don't like do like heavy weights, so they're they're they do like you know, ten sets of ten sets of ten with lightweights just to bloat their muscles out. It's a big difference. Uh, yeah, I, steroids and I, the, the, the couple the couple guys like that at my gym, um, they do like specific strenuous things, mm. and then a lot of lightweights. Like yeah. uh, this one guy, he will take two forty five plates and he will do the thing where he's uh, sitting against the wall with his knees with his knees bent and he holds himself in place there mm-hmm. as long as he can mm-hmm. until he's like grunting and screaming and mm-hmm. then even then his meathead friends like longer longer yeah well yeah, yeah there's there's that yeah there's those guys this this is this that was like I said in Ohio the gym I work out at now it's like all fairly normal people those are the ones that are just yeah there's a lot of just getting by the gym where I go to back home is uh there's a lot of old it's a why you know, we have really nice YMCA there. So there's a lot of older people who are there doing the silver sneakers thing. So yeah. you're oftentimes having to wait for an old person to, to get off like, you know, the cable crossover machine. <laughs> before before we before we cut out of the Guidestones thing, I do like the Candace Taylor tweet. God is God all by himself. He can do anything he wants to do. That includes striking down satanic guidestones. Yeah. I I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree. I, you get like when I went and I know I, I talked about this earlier. It's a it was a really weird vibe. Like like mm-hmm. like something felt really like empty and weird whenever whenever I was there. Well, I mean, again, they, it's in a place where ley lines cross. It is definitely has some sort of significance to this RC Christian person and his people whatever whoever they are um so i mean there, there could be some sort of ancient burial ground or something there uh who knows but it oh it was four main stones with a with a with a obelisk in the middle that was capped off by the okay that so, yes right, because it was four yeah four stones going into like a cross be- sort of section 
I, I may have said three earlier because it's eight languages and there was a language on each side. So, you know, right. I just want to correct the record before we got like a ton of comments. It's oh, like, no. it's four stones. I forwarded it. No, it's four stones, eight <laughs> languages. I get it. Um, but yeah, they knocked it down the very next day. Got rid of all of it. Like you said, like there was a school shooting there or something. Very yeah. Uh, to unearth the time capsule, which had weird shit in it. Burt Reynolds. Like that's the, I don't know, man. I know it, it went up in 1980. Well, I mean, Burt Reynolds did do a lot of Ted Turner movies. Um, Peterbilt, maybe, maybe it was Jerry Reed that did it. Like, you know, cause he drove the Peterbilt in smoking the bandit and there was the bandit with the playboy. And then there was, what else was there? The eight track, the eight track tape was there. Was that in any of the Smoking the Bandit movies? This might have been like a Smoking the Bandit sort of time capsule. Dude, I, I like this quote. Quaaludes. From, I know Burt Reynolds was like into cocaine and Quaaludes in the 80s, I'm sure. Everybody was into Quaaludes in the 70s. I, I love yeah. this quote from the people that exhumed the time capsule, the, uh, the uh, Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Uh, now that the Guidestones have been destroyed, we felt it was appropriate to open the time capsule buried at the base of the monument, said Charles Smith, president of the Elbert County Historical Society. Oh, boy. We hoped its contents would shed light on the builders of the monument. Ah, I think. I, I don't <laughs> know, buddy. Uh, Charles Smith also said, we really don't know what to make of this assemblage of items. It will take weeks to determine the common thread that runs through these items. I don't think it's going to take very long to figure out that a guy that's on Quaaludes uh, used to like to listen to his eight track of Saturday Night Fever and jerk off to some trannies and Playboy. <laughs> yeah. I don't, like, like, I don't think... You know, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think that's too hard to figure out. I, I, I am shocked that that's what's in the, that that's what was in the time capsule. Hmm. Yeah, it's I so mean, stupid. It's just so stupid. It's like, it's like, the whole thing is a, is a big shit test. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say. Like it's. Okay, so the Georgia Guidestones have all this dun 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 type, you know, like these things. You read them, you ominous music, and nobody knows who R.C. Christian is, and it's you know nobody knows anything about this stuff, and it's got all these guidelines. They're the Guidestones, the Georgia Guidestones, right? Well, the Federal Reserve was created in Georgia on Jekyll Island, right? So there's that. Maybe there's some sort of tie in there. Maybe conspirators make that that sort of tie in there. But who know, who the hell knows? And all of a sudden, they went blew up. You're clearly bombed. But uh, possible directed energy weapon could have, I mean, dude, who knows? They could have set up something like, again, conspiracy candy pissed on breadcrumbs. The whole thing. Oh, well. Oh, well. This is fun to talk about. It's definitely fun to talk about. It was definitely interesting. There's a lot of theorizing that can go on with it. Um, Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Maybe they'll, maybe they will build another one. There's uh. Was it Pfizer? Was that was that a meme that Pfizer said they would they would donate to rebuilding them? Uh, I mean, when they're not paying for you know female employees to get abortions out of red oh, states, yeah. but yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I mean, it's like it's crazy, dude. I don't, I don't know. Who knows, man? There's the, but there's a lot of weird stuff going on around that. So 
All right, we're going to get out of here. Uh, there are no more Georgia Guidestones. They're gone. So don't worry about those. Anymore. For now. For now. Bam, bam, bam. Until they're rebuilt by Pfizer and Moderna. Stronger, better. They have the technology. What? And you can still go to Stone Mountain. Yeah, you can still go to Stone Mountain and see that racist thing there. That was totally done by the guy who did the... the um, Mount Everest. Mount, not Mount Everest. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Everest. Sorry. Funny. It's Mount been Everest a is... a long weekend. It has been. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. There will be a creepypasta following this. Maybe Guidestones related. Who knows? But uh, Reinhardt and Grognak will be back with us for the live stream on pilled.net. Also on DLive and Odyssey. We'll see you then. Later. Time travel makes you gay. It does. Hey, man. You finally came back. I thought you got busted or something, man. No way, dude. I got out there smoother than a ninja with a kung fu shave. Hey, man. How did the switcheroo go? Did you get the box? Heck yeah, man. That switcheroo went smoother than Ocean's 13. I got the box right here. Check it out. Oh, man. That is so cool, dude. I can't believe you did it, man. It's so crazy. You think them freaking old rich dudes even realize that you did it, man? Stupid carpetbaggers. Heck no, bro. I don't think they had any clue that I did this shit. Man, I can't wait to see their faces whenever... Well, they're so damn old, they may never see the time capsule being opened, but, man, I wish I could see their faces when they open this shit. So, man, what'd you put in the ringer, bro? I gotta know, man. I bet it was something really freaking funny, dude. Yeah, well, and, um, about that, you know, uh, I had a... F- I had a few items that I threw in there. Uh, You really want to know what they are? Dude, come on. You got to tell me, man. It's not like I'm ever going to be around to see when they unveil this time capsule or whatever. This weird-ass thing that they built, bro. All right. So, first of all, you you know your Uncle Ted? Yeah, bro. What about my Uncle Ted? Uh, you, you know his favorite Playboy, the one with all the stuck pictures? Yeah, you, the Playboy signed by Burt Reynolds, bro? Uh, yeah, I, I stole it, and, uh, I, I put it in the box. Dude, for real? He's gonna be, like, so pissed when he's looking for that thing, man. It's kind of messed up, but it's pretty freaking funny, dude. What else did you put in there? All right, so you know how that bitch, uh, Emily, always uh, be trying to play that goddamn disco homo shit in my car? Yeah, that Saturday Night Fever crap, man. I freaking hate it. Disco sucks. Yeah, yeah, I took that eight track and I threw that shit in the box. Yeah, she ain't never going to hear that eight track again. Oh, man, she's going to be so pissed. How many times have you guys, like, broken up and gotten back together? It's getting pretty freaking corny, dude. Hey, how about you mind your own goddamn business when it comes to that? All right, well, whatever, man. What else did you put in there? Uh, I put my Peterbilt belt buckle in there. Uh, that's not very funny, but, like, okay...
You just need to add a little weight or something to it. They're never gonna pick it up. I, I, you know, I, I ran out of stuff in the truck to throw in there. Well, whatever, man. Hey, before we open the shit up and see what these rich dudes threw in there, man, I want to pop a couple quaaludes, bro. Where's my quaaludes, man? I left them in your truck. Oh, oh crap. Oh crap. What do you mean, oh crap, dude? I I think I think I left your bag of quaaludes in the box. I put them in the box. Dude, for real? Yeah. There was like 1700 freaking quaaludes, dude. That's like $300 worth of quaaludes, dude. Uh well, now it's underground. So, I can't really like get them. I'll I'll pay you back somehow. Maybe something in this box. Maybe something is Hey, hey, what about that? All right, you got to give me something really nice out of this box once we crack it open. All right. Time to crack this sucker open. <laughs> 